Microphone check, microphone check. All right, this is it, man. Let me do my intro. It sounds really good. Welcome to the One Life, One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. You're a fast talker. That was very fast. Thank you. If you, know, if you don't know the voice, then you should know the voice. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Fat Mike. I should call your last name right, Burkett. Say Burkett. No. Okay, you like being called Fat Mike? Because uh, you look really good. You look like Fit Mike. I, thank you. Uh, I'm really going good. by Fit Mike now. Okay, perfect. <laughs> you know, I'm you lost like 20 pounds I'm or changing right? my image. Cut my hair nice, dyed it black. Uh, going vegan. It won't. It won't work. But you know, I can try. No, you look really good. I haven't seen you. So I'm so excited to have you. So many people request you all the time. I know you've been busy. This the world's in shambles. But like, I'm so happy you came. I appreciate it, man. You're welcome. I even know the. I don't know the first time I met you because I might have been Europe when I was with Sick of It All in the early '90s. Like you guys. Oh been, yeah. There might have been. It was with Sick of It All. Like maybe '90, '91. With, with Dave Haas. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I was a roadie before him, actually. Yeah. Now they um, got Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Sick of it all roadies are the best. <laughs> no shit. We're, we're a rare breed for sure. Like, we have a lot of this. Um, anyway, I didn't know you from Massachusetts. I was born in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah? That's fucking crazy. I'm from Taunton, Mass. Oh, I'm from Newton. Yeah. And you didn't live there that long, did you? Uh, yeah, I bailed. Uh, four. At four years old? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, went, I, I went with my parents, you know. Okay. <laughs> but you're in East Coast. You're officially kind of an East Coaster in a sense. Yeah, uh, my mom made me go to speech therapy. Really? Yeah, we we're in L.A. because I had a little accent. Wow! And I thought I was fucked up. I'm like, oh man, what's wrong with me? But because <laughs> your accent. Yeah, I, I, I would say "guh" and you know "ka," and so she didn't want that. Wow! So she, she didn't want me to be weird. She wanted me to hang out with rich folk. Mm. Yeah, you went from Massachusetts to Beverly Hills, basically, huh? Yeah. Like what? Was no, to the, I was in the valley. Okay, the valley. Grew first. up in the valley, and then Beverly Hills. My mom uh, was a manicurist. She worked at a salon there. Okay. So people, are, oh, you grew up in Beverly Hills. I'm like, yeah, but my mom was a manicurist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we had we had a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. But you know, I ended up hanging out with crazy rich people, mm. like the Annenbergs. Wow. You, you know, I mean, that guy. Well, he's dead now, but. He owns a golf course, his own golf course. Wow. He owns the he owned TV Guide. TV Guide? Yeah. So is that like why are there so many TV guides in your house, Howard? Uh, my grandfather, he owns it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and not not really a company you want to buy stock in these days. Mm, that's fast. <laughs> do, do you have any um any siblings? Uh, I have a half sister, so okay. years younger than me. Not into the same style you. Full Jew, full Jew. Okay. Are you not a full Jew? I'm full Jew too. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but you know. So was like a culture shock going to Beverly Hills High School and stuff like that, growing away, growing up where you grew up? Well, uh, I skipped a grade in the valley. Okay. Because you know some smarty pants, and then Beverly Hills, they're like, yeah, you're going back because you may have skipped a grade in the valley, kid. Wow. <laughs> so. And were there other punk rock kids there at the school growing uh, up with you? Uh, yeah, at Beverly High, yeah, yeah. The, the Sterns. I went to oh, high school shit, with the Stern okay. Brothers and. Uh, Sin 34 and Rigor Mortis. Wow. There were 12 punk rockers out of 3,000 kids. Wow, that's a sick crew, though. Just yeah, yeah. 12 of you. Um, and then what was like your first exposure to punk back then, like, like to music in general? Like, how old were you? Uh, well, I went to summer camp from 10 to 12. Okay. And when I was 12, uh, Joe from the Vandals, Joe Scalani, was uh, you know a counselor at the camp. Oh, shit. And he played uh, some punk rock. He played... Uh, Ramones and Sex Pistols at the dance. Wow. So after camp, uh, I, went, I went to Rhino Records and said, uh, do you know a song that 
talks about beating up a brat with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, that's Ramones, kid. Wow. And that was the first uh, thing I ever bought, Ramones cassette. And then after that, it's just almost just like you find so many things after that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, little by little, you know, and I just got, I was going to the whiskey before high school when I was, you know, 14. Yeah. And you'd, you'd see like Missing Persons or Oingo Boingo or Bad Religion. It was like, it was all punk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and were you like a good student? Like, did you like school? I, I really did. I, I ditched once in fourth grade. <laughs> that was it. And that was to see, uh, uh, Star Wars. Wow. <laughs> That's okay. It was opening. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty good. But uh, no, I, ne- I never ditched. I got, you know, I'm a student. Uh, wow. You know, finished college. And would you play sports in school? Do you give a shit about that stuff? No, dude. I hate sports. I hate sports. <laughs> I hate sports. Yes. I hate sports. Okay, perfect. So did did you want, <laughs> did, what did you want, like what were your goals when you graduated? Uh, Well, I, was, I went to real estate school too. Uh, oh, so I was going to be a real estate agent, but uh, the 89 crash of housing uh and you know i'm still playing no effects we're, yeah we're touring every summer okay you didn't start that we want to tour right. when uh i was still in high school wow in a so spring break was our first tour wow. and our first show was with seven seconds in reno holy crap that was the best that's the first show our first out of town show wow uh and i was just gonna uh you know i, was, I remember when i graduated high school in 91 i made eight thousand dollars in no effects and I'm like, it's this lot, is this, awesome. This is insane, yeah. I could do this. And Aaron, was, she was making 19000 working at a public relations firm. Mm. So I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> My wife's working, making the big dough. I could do this punk rock thing for as long as I want. So, be- <laughs> so before you had a band called False Alarm? Yeah, we played what one party. St- okay, okay. I got laid. I'm like, being in a band shit, this is good. And so Yeah, it seemed like it didn't last that long, that band. And oh, it was, then, it and was it- terrible. And then you met, and I have a question too. So, uh, I, you have a question too. Yeah, <laughs> no, effect, <laughs> no effects is inspired by negative effects. Name is that true? Yeah, I never liked the name, but when we started, both Eric's had X's on their hands. You know, they were both straight edge. Oh snap! That's part of my question. Go ahead. And uh, and I, I go, know. I'm not straight edge. You know, they go, well, it's okay. You know, I spiked hair and shit. And our first show was with uh, uh, Unity and Justice League. And they just, just as you guys want to play on our equipment, Sick. we had, we had four songs. Yeah. So I, I beer bonged a 40 ounce of old English and then <laughs> we played the show. Wow. Did anybody ever ask you if no effects means no fucking straight edge? No. You ever heard that before? Not really. You, are you making this up? No. Someone, <laughs> I told somebody I have and they're like, ask him if no effects mean no, the no, the no, ex, we, we like straight. negative effects. And, yeah. That's what and I thought. We, we couldn't agree on a name. I hated it. I still hate it. You know why? Because people ask questions about it. Mm. No one asks suicidal tendencies what the, the fucking name, the meaning of their name yeah, but is. It's not initials though. It's different. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a terrible name. <laughs> a name you have to explain. <laughs> um, and doing in college, you, you, you got a degree in uh, human sexuality? A uh, minor in that. Okay, a minor in that, but it was a social science, bachelor's degree. Yeah, and I, and I, I could have been a sex therapist. Easy. I mean, I, that's what I do on tour. And people <laughs> don't even ask. I just tell. <laughs> like, you guys don't look very happy. Let me talk to you. <laughs> so, so, so that's the kind of stuff you... Wow. I, I, I love that. So the band, you're already playing No Effects, but you're still going go to still went to college. Yeah. That's awesome. So you, it took you, me five and a half years because you know we were going to Europe and shit. Yeah, and we do a four month tour. So, but yeah, back then four months is nothing, man. I mean, might as well. Oh, that was so long for us back then. Well, 
yeah, in Europe we had uh, 50 shows in 51 days. That Jesus. was pretty brutal. That's I took brutal. two showers. The whole tour? Yeah, I don't shower. Damn. I still don't shower. I mean, I have a great shower at my house. <laughs> but there's stuff in my shower. But you look clean. There's, you pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. Um. So you guys just start, you started playing shows. Are you working a job at all when you graduate? Uh, no, but I worked through college. Okay. Doing flyers and I used to deliver drugs for a drugstore in, mm. in high school and shit. Yeah, my dad made me work when I was 15. I was a, I was a McDonald's kid. Oh, shit. Yeah, summer working at McDonald's sucks. Damn, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Wow. So that's, you know, shit like that makes you uh, entrepreneurial, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. So you guys are playing shows and then you guys playing local shows and you guys are touring and you start before, because you put a seven inch out first, well, right? Well, we, we, we grew up in LA yeah. and we could not draw more than 10 people. LA is a rough town to be a local band. It's just, mm. especially one that is terrible. I mean, you know how terrible we were. <laughs> we, we toured with Entropy, Scared Straight, and The Grim, and they were all much better than us. Okay. <laughs> you know what we did on that tour in 85? I don't, I don't think any band has ever done this before, okay? Yeah. We're a band. Smelly quits to, to go to uh, Santa Barbara and become a junkie. You know, he had goals too. Uh, oh but... Shout uh, to Smelly. So we don't have a drummer. And Eric Melvin says, hey, I got a singer and a drummer for no effects. I'm like, oh, I thought I was a singer. That's cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so we book, we, we book a tour. We did not rehearse once. Wow. We, I never met these guys. We met in El Paso, Texas, and played the show. I'm like, Dave, Holy hi, shit. I'm Mike. Holy shit. And no sound check. We just went on and played. And it was fucking horrible. And we had a 10-day a, a tour uh, wow. with new band. With, we never rehearsed. I mean, they rehearsed, yeah. but not with the bass player and the guy who sings. Wow. So I just don't think anyone's ever toured without rehearsing. Nah. With new members. No, that's <laughs> never happens. Were you guys tight by the end, obviously? No, it was terrible. Damn. And then, and then uh, our singer got in a car accident and okay. died. So, Holy we're, shit. We're, <laughs> he, Holy sh- how old was he? <laughs> really, I wish these were. I wish you could see yeah. that, but uh, the quotation marks. But oh, and that's crazy. He died like nineteen, Damn. twenty. But you know, worked out pretty well for me. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> Too soon? God, that <laughs> no, was fucking eighty six. That, that's a long time ago. <laughs> so you guys were on Mystic Records back then. That's right. Holy yeah. shit! It was really the only game in town. It's it's a good idea to. Open a label with a studio uh, a half a block away from the biggest punk club, you know, Cathay de Grand. Wow. So literally, they would just see bands, hey, come record and sign away all your songs. Mm, and that's what, you guys, that's what you guys did? Yeah. Fuck. And then when did, when did, uh, well, after, well, then they, that was 85 and then the first record, well, no, he did, no, he did, so what if we were on, so what if we're on Mystic? That's a great, that's a great title too. Yeah. Still, still terrible band. Terrible, terrible terrible band and the pr uh the pmrc can suck on this that's another one but then then liberal animation i, I forgot how is this the research you did no i have so much shit i, I have so so many of your album titles are so fucking smart and creative i, I knew but when going back and doing deep dive on you it just the lip the liberal animation that, that's first that's epitaph correct yeah but i put that out on my on my label first oh first yeah that, and then they released in 88 it. that's when i started 87 i started putting out records fuck like we, we did we have us uh, 507 inches that was the first one i did and all the labels are hand colored by us okay and numbered and man i just sold them for two grand like they go wow 
because they all they're all hand drawn, not not like a song titles like we drew pictures of like toasters, yeah, ocean yeah. line, telephone booth, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so was there a point when you just was there any point? What was the point like? Where you wanted to like play music, I just want to do this. I just want to keep touring. Did you love being on tour, even if you guys sucked? You yeah. Loved the- well, yeah, and and I was, you know, uh, everyone else was doing so many drugs back then, and I didn't try drugs till I was thirty-one. You know. Holy shit. Uh, so I was, I just took care of everything. But yeah, like going on tour, it was just so fun, and you know, back then, as you know, there was never any hope of making money Mm-mm. in the eighties. No fun. fucking way. Yeah. Uh, and everyone is going metal, and you know DRI was about the biggest you could get, and they they actually got pretty big, not good, but big and, crossover. Yeah, crossover, and we and that because we never crossed over, that's one of the reasons we're successful. I think so too. And, and RKL got- broke up, SNFU broke up, and those are the two bands that were much better than us, much mm. better. But they both, you know, broke up. Well, I love SNFU. I love that they're listed as one of your influences. That's like, oh a yeah, great fucking rudimentary P and I subhumans. RKL. Yeah. RKL. I mean, I don't know. If, if you're not listening to RKL, you're crazy because yeah. they're better than ever, everyone. And you play with them. Yeah, that's crazy. Are they still around? They still play? Still play? No, uh, they're mostly dead. Mm. Yeah. One of the members shot himself in the head twice. Twice? Uh, yeah. Holy shit. I didn't even know that. Well, the first time, it must, it must have gone like, ow! Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> like, I'm still alive. Holy shit. Yeah. But the funny thing about it is that he was in his parents' bed. So, you know, Holy shit. there's that. Wow. No issues there. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, one member died from d- doing speed when the doctor said, uh, if you do speed again, you're going to die. Holy he shit. He waited six months, did it again, died. So you weren't doing that? Were you just drinking and smoking weed back then? Weed? Fuck no. So what were you doing for partying? Like, I said I didn't do drugs. But nothing at all, drinking or nothing? <laughs> Marijuana is a drug, Toby. I mean, <laughs> from now. you, like, you, you know. That's true. And, That's true. And personally, I think it's uh, the worst. Like, I do not want to hang out with a stoner. I'd rather hang out with uh, someone on coke or heroin or antidepressants, which is also a drug. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what? Antidepress- antidepressants are just uh, ecstasy in small doses. That's mm. what it is. Wow. So you do, you're experiencing anything to your 30s. Holy shit. Yeah, you were a focused business guy I, in the band. I, yeah, yeah. Well, the that's show. the thing is, you know, my mom told me when I was 15, as she's smoking weed, and if you ever want to smoke weed, get it from me. And I'm like, but she said, you're too smart to smoke weed. You're too smart. Don't fuck up your brain. And I just believed her. Wow. And uh, stuck with you. Yeah. And then, you know, after you make your first fucking couple mil, then it was like, me and Aaron were like, <laughs> she, she never tried drugs either. Wow. We we're like, let's try drugs now. Yeah, can't get fired. And you remember the first drug you tried? Uh, well, I mean, I, I tried pot, but I never got stoned. Yeah. And I still, I fucking hate pot. It makes you confused. I, mm. I don't see the point. It makes life, it makes doing menial things in life better. Mm. And, and if you want a life of doing menial things, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. But if you actually want to think, like, you know, like, uh, what did the dead, deadhead say when he got out of rehab? What's, what's this fucking music I've been listening to? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't be sober and like the Grateful Dead mm. or write a good song. Yeah. So you think that helped? No, no. Or you can write a good song sober. Yeah, but you, you can't on pot. But you, you seem such, like a, such a focused person too. So when you started doing drugs, did that 
keep you more focused? Did that fuck things up for your label, for music, or did it help you more? No, I, I think more it, creative. Yeah, uh, well, I, I never did heroin or speed, uh, and I, I, I really people don't think this about me, but I always did everything moderately. Like you, if you talk to people on the Warp tour, like I had a two a.m. cutoff always. Like, hey, you guys got to bail? Yeah, bedtime, jerk off bedtime, and uh, and I used to have a calendar. This is all. Wow. that people don't know. I, was, I had a calendar on the Warp Tour and I made sure to be sober for at least half the shows. And I picked the cities. Like, I'm not fucking going to waste my time in Kansas City partying or St. Louis, you know. Wow. When I'm in Minneapolis, yeah, I'll party that day. And the thing is, when I'm partying, I'm out talking to people and shit. So when people see me, they're always like, yeah, Fat Mike's just loaded all the time. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not. And... And, and same thing when I, when I, you know I'm going out in San Francisco or Los Angeles. Yeah. I only see people when I'm at a show. Yeah, I'm getting loaded. Yeah. The other four or five days a week, I'm just doing whatever. It's normal stuff. You're running a label too. A fucking very. Uh, oh, I barely big, run that. Well, back, I'm saying back then when it started, like yeah, yeah, it's one of the most successful independent labels of all. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You could say that. According to the interweb. <laughs> well, and yeah. you guys never signed to a major, which is fucking incredible. I'm, I'm giving kudos for that. You guys stayed independent your whole fucking career. Well, we did it not yeah. to be fucking PC or something. It's just I thought it was a I smart, it. the smart thing to do. Especially because you ran your own as well. It's yeah. smart. You know how the whole shit works. Yeah, and you make a lot more money. Yeah. And uh, I just thought it was a way to go. I didn't want to get big on a major and then drop. Mm-hmm. And you know, with my voice and my lyrics. Uh, it's you know it's, it's, I wasn't. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, Fatty. What? But what, but one of your records. Uh, I'm not going to go through all your records. You're probably sick of hearing talking about that shit. But one of your records is a like uh, Punk and Drubic, a gold record. Yes, I'm sure the rest uh, is a bunch there are at this point. And too. not many bands have gold records that never charted. Mm. It took eight years to go gold. That's still amazing though. Metallica amazing. has one, but I don't. I don't think any Ramones album ever went gold. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's fucking yeah. Because it's, it's and it's funny when you think of Ramones, uh, dude. I, I sing this lyric years ago, because uh, they were a band for eighteen years. We've been a band thirty-eight years. It's like weird. Wow. And yeah, the, you like think the Clash, mm. the Clash were a band for, I believe, under eight years. Okay, that's it. Yeah, the Beatles wow. too. The Beatles, crazy how much work they did in such a small amount of time. Damn, that's like Tupac as well. Made a lot of records. We're getting to hip-hop later. Um, so, Mike, so you start partying in your 30s, plus you're running a label. Yeah, it did, it did not affect me in a negative way. Yeah. I, I don't think. Uh, like creative-wise? It, no, because yeah. it, no, uh, I get focused. Mm-hmm. It does that for some people, like, for sure. Yeah, like in the morning, my drink some coffee, that's a good time to write. But when you stand up all night doing blow, it's like that's when you really fucking dig in. I'm sure some it, lyrics are crazy from that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's when you get... That's when you start writing things that you normally you wouldn't think of, because you're sleep deprived, and you go you start thinking about subjects that you would never bring up. Yeah, like that song you know called "That Time I Killed My Mom." Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I would have gone there. Uh, I didn't even know that you told us before the pod. I'm like, holy with, shit, uh, it's deep. It's it's gnarly. I mean, that Koki the Clown record is people can't even listen to it. It's I think it's one of the best things I've ever done. But then I'm like, oh, this is a real dark a downer. Mm. I mean, it's all the tragedies in my life. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's dark. I, is, I didn't is think that about therapeutic it. For you to, to, therapeutic for you to write songs through that character. Y- you'd think it was. No, it was just uh, not an awful, awful experience, but awful experience. Yeah, I, I do need speech therapy. I think 
Have you ever had I, I was at Danny Loner's house. Okay. And doing it. Okay. And I was just drinking vodka and doing painkillers and coke. <laughs> just uh it was it was it was rough. And I sang everything like curled up in a corner. Damn. You know? Man. And uh and then we did shows, which are really cool, but I realized I can't do this again. No. Wow, man. Not therapeutic. Don't yeah, I don't suggest it. Have you ever had therapy? Uh yeah, yeah, usually but when I was a teenager, yeah, couple therapy. Do you feel like writing music and all that shit, expressing yourself, is therapeutic for sure? No, I think I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I don't really have a lot of issues. Okay. I mean, I would if I wasn't <laughs> having all the fucking cool sex I do. Uh, I mean, cause that's my passion. Is like you know, BD, yeah. BDSM. So. Oh, that's right, that's right. And you were talking about that back in the day too. Like, what's well, the first thing ago. I ever jerked off to? You know, mm. it's like it's my sexuality. Okay. It, it's funny yeah. too because. Uh, Recently, this, uh, this UCLA professor wrote an article about how uh, they were very unhappy that Fat Records put out a pride shirt. Okay. And we're just capitalizing on gay pride. And I'm like, uh, hello. Don't, I'm part of the, L, the capital letter community, I believe. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a weirdo. Or, not that they're weird. <laughs> but, uh, but I have all kinds of... Uh, it, uh, I've been in polyamorous relationships with uh, trans people and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just, why are you picking on me? Like, I'm part of this community. No Effects is the only band that always fly a, a gay flag. We've been flying a gay flag for 20 years. Yeah. Nobody fucking flies a gay flag. We're not making money off that. It's just, it's. she picked on Fat Records and me, called us homophobic. Oh, wow. And it's it's like, of all the people, me. Yeah, and, and Fat Records is an unsafe band for... Uh, an, an unsafe label for the, the LBGT. How long ago was community. this? Three weeks. Oh shit! Fucking, I know that. And uh, uh, yeah, they don't have uh, enough girl bands. They don't have enough gay bands and trans bands. And I'm like, we have so many bands with girls in them. So many diverse bands. So many bands and, on your roster. Yeah, and and trans and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, no gay bands. And I I said, well. Pansy Division is no good. I'm not going to sign a no good band, but mm. but I added up how many gay members we have in bands on the roster. And as long as you don't discriminate, what's the problem? Yeah, you can't. You know, it's like trying to put together a black hockey team. You can't. You can't just put one together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chappelle's laughing back there. <laughs> uh-huh. But you can't just try to find a gay band. Mm-hmm. Why? How about just a good band? So they were saying you shouldn't be able to. Ha- to show the flag if you didn't represent it correctly or think you did. Yeah, we sold did. like 180 shirts. Yeah, we're making a lot of fucking profit. Mm. So, I'm yeah. right, uh, I wrote a response. And like, actually, I'm meeting with this professor on Monday. Really? Yeah, well, I don't want an enemy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to explain to them uh, that I'm not the droid you're looking for. Yeah. You see, you, you seem to be unfazed by the cancel culture and speaking your mind and just being the same person you've been your whole life, being a punk rock kid and being yourself and speaking about what you believe in. Well, I mean, can I get canceled again? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm pretty canceled. But you, uh, but you don't really care about being canceled. Oh, I do. It's okay. It, it's okay. terrible. And all those death threats we got after Vegas. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, that's why we cancel Vegas because it's just, I don't want 50 angry people anywhere. I just want to play our own shows and our fans will come. But... Yeah, I've, I've. Do you regret doing some saying things? You doing some things in the past? Well, you sure, should, everyone yeah, does. Yeah. Uh, I regret, but in Vegas especially because I didn't start it. Eric Melvin, I would never have brought that up. But 
he did, and I get all the shit for it. It's always me. The singer. Yeah, the singer. And, uh, you know, whatever. But we just played Denver, and in the back of my head is, oh, don't say anything. That's offensive. Be careful what you're saying. Be careful. Be careful. But you've never been like that your and, whole life. And I, and I was sober, you know, and... uh Oh yeah, that all went out the window. I said some crazy shit oh, that night because I just—that's what I do. Yeah. I mean, that's what people don't understand. They think I'm a band, but I'm—I'm I'm actually we're closer to stand-up comedians, I think, than any other band because we, we don't say the same. All shit three of you, such a great yeah. Me and Hefe just fucking go and and Smelly's always in the background. No one can hear him, but he talks to us. He mm. goes, "Oh, check out that person over there." Ah. Like make fun of them, and he gives us material. And all I'm thinking about when I'm playing a song is what am I going to say next? Mm. You get nervous up there anymore now? No. Sometimes hey. hometown shows, but like, but like this show in Denver. This, this is if someone called me out. I mean, I said some stuff that we said so much worse stuff than Vegas, and we, and I can't stop. It's just you can't stop. This couple, huge dude, uh, they had a little kid in the front, and you know we're not a child friendly band. Mm. You don't bring your kid to no effects, especially the front row. I'm like, did you bring your bad parents? This song's called Parents. It's for you. Bad parents. Uh, you bring, how old is your kid? Six. What, what's your name, little girl? Olive. And I'm like, oh, so you named her after the, all the martinis you had oh my b- before God. her. And, uh, and I go, Olive, uh, do you have fetal alcohol syndrome? Oh, my God. Don't, uh, just, just sh- shake your brain left or right, you know, because... <laughs> <laughs> And Chappelle's loving this. And, and I'm and I'm like, and, and between songs, I just keep going back. So Olive, do you know what a chili dog is? That's when a man or a woman, no, it has to be a man, shits on a on a woman's chest and then titty fucks her. Oh my god! Did you know that, Olive? So you know this isn't Are the parents tripping. <laughs> they were laughing. Okay. I mean, that's the thing is everyone's laughing. Is it uncool? It's kind of uncool. I don't think Olive will remember it. Maybe. No, I remember. No. Uh, she's gonna remember. Yeah, I scarred her. No, but it was funny. Yeah, so I, you, isn't that funny? Yeah. So, so you. I don't know. I don't know anymore. But but I know that if you say something wrong, then you get canceled. Yeah. But I I've never said. But anything. it seems like you don't give a fuck what people think. Oh, it I really. But I do. Okay, no, but, okay. but I never say anything that's not that's hateful or no. uh, you know, misogynistic or you say funny and shocking things and like yeah yeah. But you know, when Under Oath was on the Warp tour. And I found out the guitar player, uh, I asked him, I hear you don't like gay people. He's like, no, no, I just don't think that they should be allowed to get married. <laughs> yeah, that's what I really heard. I was just, <laughs> and, oh, wow. and I'm not comfortable with you being on the Warp Tour with me. So I'm going to talk shit about your band every day. And they ended up quitting the Warp Tour. Holy shit. But, you know, I was not, I don't want someone who's actually homophobic on my tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. And that's what's cool about punk rock is we do have a belief system. And even though it's weird now how many people like Trump and uh, and everyone's scared now to say anything bad. No, if you – I think this is what it is. If you like Trump, you're a liar and you like lies and you're comfortable with lying to your family and your friends. Mm-hmm. And you're like, finally a president who's giving me the okay to lie. Mm. Because he lies constantly, and it was like, well, he's the president. It's okay. No. And, you know, Obama lied like, I don't know, three or four times, which, you know, it's not cool. But yeah. <laughs> 8,000 times yeah. is, you know, and uh, yeah, you're a fucking P. 
piece of trash if you support or ever supported Donald Trump. That's it. Yeah. And you guys were the first ones setting off with not my president, all that's a back with Bush. Yeah, but and that was you- okay. We'd get some hate for Bush. Mm. This is like, holy shit, there's 500 comments calling me the asshole. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, so. Have you always been political? Uh, well, I t- well, we'll talk about that a lot of political science, you know, in college, but, uh, no, I, you know, no effects. We didn't do interviews for eight years Okay. or put like photos on albums, nothing. We eight just, years. Yeah. We didn't do anything. Cause that when punk got big, cause I just wanted to stay out of it. Just, I just want to play and yeah. be more the punk wave of the early nineties when everything blew up kind of. Yeah. 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 So I just didn't do uh, interviews at all. No more. Uh, wow. so, and I didn't hurt our career at all. No. It makes you kind of more mysterious. I like that. More enigmatic. But uh, uh, when Bush became president, that's when I said, fuck, I'm doing interviews. I'm gonna, And I started Rock Against Bush. Yeah. And did, you know, we raised a million dollars with our man. comps. And uh, and I, it, was just, it was so much work because I was doing morning shows. You know, I did Stern and uh, all those and shows. And then play a regular show, yeah. And I, I'd play a show and fucking get party get wasted and mike you got a 6 a.m radio show and like Ugh. damn and i traveled for a year and a half you know how do you do that i can't imagine just like, i i felt it was like my my social responsibility no i'm saying as far as like like no sleep partying all day long like keeping your voice like i'm just, a professional i know you are <laughs> jesus christ no but yeah you can't do that for 50 shows in a row Dude. like the old days have, have you gone sober a couple a bunch of times in your life uh not sober, but like after a tour, I always take a few weeks off. Chill, yeah. And uh, this is the longest. How long? I, right now. Right, but you know, I was in Hawaii with uh, with my my daughter and her boyfriend, and my girlfriend's daughter and her boyfriend, and everyone's on the beach drinking. And I'm like, I'm having some fucking fruity drinks. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> so you had some. That was like eight months. Okay. In. But uh, yeah, but it's like you know, I'm not who I was. Like a year ago, I was I was problematic. Okay, you know I was really depressed about my wife and yeah. my split up, and all kinds of shit. And I'm ju- sure, just I could not. I was depressed. I'd never been depressed before. Yeah. So I was using you know drugs two or three times a week and a lot. And and when COVID started, I was you know I was just confused. Mm-hmm. You know the stress you have because I, uh, I I had no income anymore. None of us do, right? Mm-hmm. So my my brain was just fucking. I didn't remember what I was doing. Yeah. Why, why am I in this room? What did I have to do today? It was just and yeah, it's because everything you've been doing your whole life that you love playing music all of a sudden just stops. It's it's crazy, man. It was and and my musical what which is yeah your musical the, yeah the most important thing in my life, which is the biggest heartbreak. You know, we were finally opening last July. Wow, in L.A. we had a, a four month. I remember run. you guys were filming in Connecticut a couple of year, years ago. Whatever. Yeah, we've been yeah. just making it better and better and better and. Uh, and the, our cast, we had MJ Rodriguez from uh, Pose, you know, the star of Pose. Mm-hmm. She was in it and uh, and all these TV stars now. Wow. These people that are in, le- in uh, you know, the leading roles on Broadway plays. And we're just ready to fucking go, finally. Damn. And COVID hit. And, you know, and theater's not coming back. It's very slow. Yeah, very slow. Because if you don't, you need to sell out theaters uh just to survive. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're doing half capacity, you can't survive doing theater. Yeah. Anyway, it's just so that, what's gonna that really depressed me. Oh, uh, uh, so it's just it's either going to be a series or a movie. Mm. We're shopping it as a series right now. You worked hard on that for so long, man. Yeah, and then I write it into a series, Fuck. which is now there's nine nine episodes. Do, of, do you have any fears of like overdosing or dying or like I need to stop? I know you're doing that. Last year was a rough year, but 
moving forward, sobriety, how does it look for you? Is it, just, is it day by day well, for I'm you? Di- uh, what I'm living a different, I've changed. Yeah. My perspective is a lot different now. Where And I learned that in rehab. Okay. Because they were actually like, why, why are you here? Because I showed up sober. Like, no one shows up sober. Yeah. People are... They do one last... Yeah, before they Yeah, they, yeah. Have, they have a big party night. <laughs> and they did tests on all my organs and stuff. And they're like, uh, yeah, you're you're fine. Mm-hmm. Why are you here? I go, I need a break. And my ex-wife, Erin, paid for half of it. Wow. So, and and I learned a lot. Like, I went to all the, the classes and it's all about perspective. And uh, I apologize to a lot of people, even when I didn't mean it. Uh, because that's part of the process though you have to do that yeah yeah i mean i I didn't have that step thing okay okay. because i've never fucked anybody over before okay but then i was like i was being a jerk and Mm. pretty arrogant it's not like you know when you're wealthy and in a band you're not ripping people off so that's why going to meetings i i hear these stories i'm like well i never did that i i wouldn't do that Mm -hmm. you did that i don't want to hang out with you people yeah Uh, (laughs) i did drugs and out and drank uh I didn't fuck people over. Yeah. Is it very humbling going there? Oh, I don't know if it's humbling. I just, I learned so much. Yeah. Because it, it was a it was quite a pricey place in Malibu. And mm. they have three classes a day. Okay. And I was like, oh, right. That makes so much sense. And codependency and all this kind of mm. stuff. So I'm, I, I really, I'm happy every day now. Yeah. And I'm not even religious. Mm-hmm. I sound. I do sound like some kind of religious no, don't, nut, not, though. No, no, no. But me and my girlfriend, like, we wake up like, you know what? Today's going to be another great day, mm. and that's just how I look at at it. Yeah. Instead of, oh man, who's going to fuck me over today? Which is how so many people look at life. Yeah. What are I going to fucking deal with today? And I'm like, ooh, what what games can I win today with people? Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and how can I win and let everyone else win too? Because that's really playing the game. Yeah, that's way harder than people who uh, step on other people to get ahead. Yeah, you look healthy and fucking. You know what I mean? I'm stoked. Like, I mean, you work so hard to get where you're at. Not like you've been through so much with your label. It's no effects touring since the '80s. Like you should be able to feel good and enjoy your life too. But you, you have been obviously partying along the way. But just to feel healthy and like. In a good place, you know what I mean? Mentally and physically. Well, even when I was using, I was riding my bike, I was riding like 20 miles a day. Wow, okay. So I'm not, uh, that's yeah. why, like when my band had the intervention with me, the third, uh, the first two were pretty awesome. You guys are brothers, man. It's, it's such a family, dude. It may be dysfunctional, I don't know that, but to be get together that long and such different personalities, I think it's amazing. We've, dude. 37 years, Fucking no man. one had a fight, dude. ever. It's so good. But when COVID happened, yeah, that's when it started coming in. Yeah, because no one knows what to do, mm-hmm. and so they had three interventions with you. Tried to, uh, yeah, but but the first one totally worked. It's like Mike, uh, you you're falling off stage. Uh, what are you doing? That you, why is everything different? When Brian Baker comes up to me, and goes, "Dude, you got to slow down." Oh shit! Then you got a problem. And I was on tour, and I was not eating dinner. I was only drinking martinis. So I'm just drinking straight vodka and taking a a, a, a Valium before every show and yeah i was getting pretty sloppy so they said well this can't i go okay i'll tell you what i'll eat dinner i'm gonna have mixed drinks and i'll take a half a volume and that fixed the problem so yeah problem solved and (laughs) how long that worked for 10 years okay 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 I, i don't fuck up shows yeah that's not a problem you know uh 
but like Denver, it's the first show in a year, and and, sober. and I'm sober, and it was it was it's no problem. I mean, I I play sober shows. Yeah. I've done within the past four years, I did two summer tours in in Europe, totally sober. Yeah, I could do it. It's not a problem. That's why when they had this last intervention with me, I'm like, oh oh, this is the best story. Good. Uh, I texted. You appreciate their love though, right? And concern for you, obviously. Yeah, it's just they. They hadn't seen me. They only saw me at our live stream, uh, okay. and I was fucking on fire. Okay, you know, uh, you know, coke and booze and ecstasy, and then there were these three doms there. Okay, and I filmed a fucking porn in my dungeon, Holy and I was gonna shit. release it. Oh my god! I'm like, dude. yeah, I can release it. I need money. Fuck it. And oh everyone's like, Mike's going insane. Oh shit! But, but are you happy to release it? Huh? Are you happy to release it? Oh yeah. Oh dude. And you know, and I was on the receiving end, if you know what I mean. Okay. So yeah, you really don't want to receive that. Wow. I'm not, <laughs> if you know what I mean, I'm it's not, pretty I'm not, obvious. I'm, what I'm not I said. sure I consider honesty and say I, I might not have checked it out. Just to, uh, just to see. No, I would have probably made money. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Bad idea. So I'm so happy. So people were that. like, Mike's really have pro- Mike's having problems. You got to, you know. So they decided to have an intervention because I had one night when I was getting fucking weird. I mean, yeah. I do that, wow. whatever. Yeah. I do what I do, but yeah. they weren't around me. It wasn't like I was fucking anything up. I wasn't fucking anything up. You're that live stream, we were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on Monday, uh, I texted everyone. I go, hey, we're getting this money for this company. Do you think we should go for it? It's, it's a lot of money. No one answered me. Mm. Nobody responded. And Hefe always fucking answers if it's about money. Respect. And we, we had a band meeting on Wednesday. Uh, and no one answered me on Tuesday. So Tuesday night, I go, all right, I'll see you guys at the, at the intervention tomorrow. Wow. And no response. And they all showed up at noon. And uh, I go, oh, I, th- I thought it'd be later. And Eric's like, who fucking told you about the intervention? I go, no one. I, wow, just, I just knew it, dude. I just knew it because they didn't, they didn't respond. Oh, intervention time. Fuck. And they come in. They're like, yeah, we, I go, hold on. Eric's like, what are you doing? I'm going to do a line, do a shot before this. Yeah. So. You should get taken away somewhere, you mean? Holy you know, before I, I hear this bullshit from you guys. Oh, my God. So, like, we have pl- we want you to go to this place, and they brought some AA guy, and the bullshit he's telling me, I'm like, you guys don't even know what I do. Ask my roommates, like, mm-hmm. or, or someone I hang out with yeah. how I'm doing. Because I'm going through stress, and I'm going through depression. Yeah, it's not a, a uh, an uh, an uh, alcohol drug thing. Yeah, a substance thing, but they were right. I needed to go to rehab. Yeah, so I went to rehab anyway, but I picked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, I mean that. Yeah, I mean that's some real brotherhood there. I mean, this all those. You know what I mean? Like such a long journey together. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and they love you. It's, it's my family. I we're know, family. I know, man. It's incredible. It says a lot about. Just everybody in the band and you all, but all, all of you guys together. They may love me unconditionally, but they like me conditionally. They like you? Conditionally. Yeah, conditionally. Uh, <laughs> under, under a lot of conditions, they're like, yeah. Mm, yeah, that Mike. Don't do, like. Do, do you enjoy <laughs> you, you enjoy sober Mike or party Mike? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty consistent. People don't really know when I drink or do drugs because uh, I'm not a, a bad drunk. Yeah. And, and I'm... Um, uh, I don't think I go overboard. Like I never, I, I've never been scared of ODing or anything. Okay. Don't mix drugs. I had a painkiller problem a long time ago, I, and I stopped doing them. Yeah. 
you get nervous in your, in your 50s to still do that kind of stuff? Like your heart, just anything in general? No, I, I yeah. mean, well, I'm not now, but I told the band I take a year off. And, you know, that's my plan. But it's but it's different. I'm, I'm a different person. Yeah. You know, I was using drugs when I was depressed because I was depressed. Yeah. Not for fun. That's That's a bad place to be. Are you a spiritual guy? What does that mean, Toby? I don't know. Do you do yoga and like fucking... <laughs> is, connect, is yoga spiritual? I don't know. Like you connect with the sun. You, are you like all like in the nature? Are you spiritual? Because you don't know what it means. So how, I, I get, I'm not spiritual. I don't want to say spiritual. <laughs> I know what you're what, trying what, to what am I trying to say, Chappelle? Like, uh, people have these things that help them I don't stay see grounded. Spir- what is yours? Oh. Something that keeps you connected to your... I don't know. Because I go hiking. I go outside. I don't know. Well, yeah. I do. I'm sorry, guys. My, I messed my, up. My girlfriend is... Uh, <laughs> she's a yoga... Uh, uh, instructor, Sick. tree hugger, uh, and she she actually deals with energy. Okay, she's a uh, psychic, but more energy. Okay, like she, when she's with me and we're around people, she gets a read on everybody. She's like, wow, no, no, no. and she's fucking always right. Damn, she can she knows people and people's intentions, and she used to tell me all this shit. I go, those are like my best friends. She's like, all right, you'll see. Wow. And, and, and then it happened. Holy shit. You know, like, oh my God, they totally fucked me over. Wow. And so, and now I'm, I'm listening to my intuition and I'm very intuitive. Yeah. And when I get a bad feeling now, I actually don't do that. I'm like, I stay away from it. Wow. And it's fucking so awesome. I, I would say I'm spiritual and, and like, and how we met me, my girlfriend, uh, oh, this sounds kind of totally dorky, but I, like love, I, that's the only thing I really believe in awesome. is love. Like yeah. that Interstellar movie, you know, like love is a force. <laughs> yeah. And because she lived in Portland, I lived in L.A. Yeah. And she's an American Indian, you know, hippie chick. How the fuck are we going to meet? Yeah, it's crazy. And, it's, and we did. Through a friend said, you guys should do an online session. She'll like help you meditate. Wow. And then we fell in love, you know, after. And it's so fun being with someone who's not punk and, and not into BDSM. <laughs> well, she is now. But... <laughs> Of course, from a different yeah. I mean, that's but fucking it's like awesome. So yeah. much to learn from each other. Uh-huh. Where you, you, I, I've always dated punk chicks. It's like, hey, you like that SOA seven inch? Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Hmm. All right, uh, you're in. You're good. That, that's pretty cool hairstyle, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not learning a lot. You, so you're like you're first, sharing a lot. Your first normal girl, like from a, not from the scene. Oh, she ain't normal. Like, well, not from the scene, not from our our world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible, man. But she, but uh, you know, making fun of tree huggers, and she's like. You know, I, I, I hug trees sometimes. So I'm like, holy, oh my God, what the hell is this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> That's how long you guys been together for? Uh, I don't know, six, eight months. Sick. But we're like in it. It's like, yeah. It's wow. Yeah. So um, She tied me to a tree, you know, once to, you know. Oh, shit. Yeah, you don't like tree huggers? Who's hugging the tree now, fool? Oh my God. <laughs> You've been into that style forever, your whole life. S and M Airlines. I mean, shit. I mean, yeah, you've yeah, been but, into that a long yeah, time. But I didn't talk about it. I was really ashamed. Mm. You were ashamed of it. You're really ashamed, yeah. And when did you start talking about the world knows? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But I started publicly cross dressing it when I was forty five. Okay. And and but that was the best. Just I was in uh, Luxembourg playing a show. Okay. Before the show, I was at it's like pink dress on in mm-hmm. my hotel room and. Uh, Soma, my my fiance at the time, said, "Why don't you just wear that?" I go to dinner. She's like, "Yeah, come wow. on." And I wore it to dinner. I was like, "Oh, this is crazy!" Like, 
people are looking at me. This is like the 80s being punk. Yeah. And I went to the show, and a couple guys in Lagwagon are like, what the fuck, dude? And, and Joey said, I think you look cool. And But it was so scary for me. Wow. And now it's like second nature. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. But it was so huge for me. And then I had to go to Heathrow the next day, and I just went through Heathrow in a dress, and that was fucking a trip, Holy too. Holy shit. Were you like that as a kid too, wearing stuff like that? Or? Yeah, I mean, okay, but secretly. Ah. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything I've ever fantasized about, I've done. No, <laughs> you've lived. It. That's a good place to be. That's pretty crazy. You pretty much live your life to the fullest, man. It's crazy. And then having a label too. Are you start? You still part of Fat Records? Oh yeah, I mean, I still produce bands yeah. and sign bands and take bands on tour. I'm just, I'm not there. Like maybe I'll be in a meeting once every two weeks for an hour. Yeah, and that label it runs around, itself. Yeah, it's run since nineteen ninety. And Aaron, Aaron runs it. Okay. And, uh, Aaron does a great job, and you know our employees are like they've all been there forever. Yeah, since nineteen ninety, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, man, and that and that label blew up like kinda. I mean, during the in whole the nineties, yeah, in the nineties, yeah, you, you could put out any record would sell sixty thousand copies, and like no use for name, all the records did two hundred fifty thousand copies, wow. and. And we didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't market. Yeah, just fat comps and. Fat well, I think our, I think our bands are really good. Yeah. And, uh, uh, not hype. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anti flag against just to name some of Vale, fucking Dillinger Four, Descendants, Face to Face, Good Riddance, Less Than Jake, fucking Noise for a Name, Painted Black, Propaganda, Rancy, Rise Again, Strike Anywhere, Sick of It All, uh, Swinging Utters, Strung Out. Fucking suicide. So many fucking good bands. Great bands, dude. The Ataris no, against me. No effects. No effects, of course. <laughs> Gimmies. Bomb pops avail. Uh, Anti flag. The gimmies. Fucking. And uh, now uh, like and we have this cool Bob thing ones. now with bad cop and bomb pops and last yeah. gang and and days and days, like all these uh, female led bands, mm-hmm. and they're killing it. Yeah. You know, bomb pops kill it too. And, and those those are all records that I produced. Okay. Because I really want want to see, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a new a, a movement with uh, girl bands. Yeah. You know, like rat girl bands, but they're playing punk. Yeah. It's not. I mean, rat girl bands were kind of alternative music mm-hmm. mostly. Did you love that stuff too, the rat girl stuff? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, some I like some of it. Yeah, yeah, Seven yeah. Year Bitch and Oh yeah, Lunatics, but more, the more punky stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really want to support this, so I produced every record. I was like uh, hands on. Cool. And and all those bands are telling me we're selling out clubs for the first time ever. And it's like, oh, what a great feeling. It's fucking awesome. You know, Stacy D, she's like, this is selling out clubs in advance. Sick. That's a huge milestone in your career. Yeah. It's and fucking awesome. I'm so happy for them. But Fat, Fat Records was a, a big thing that kind of changed your life in a sense. Obviously, you made money touring with, with no effects. And you guys are a really big band and still have a longevity career band. But the label was really a, a different level for you, I think. Yeah. Well, it was just, it's a whole, it's a whole different thing. It, it, uh, it took up so much of my time. Yeah. And it was so rewarding to, to help bands and see them grow and, and buy houses and yeah. have careers. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and we only did one record deals with almost everybody. It's amazing. And a man. lot of, and a lot of, a lot of bands that never signed to anything with us still. Wow. It just, uh, it says a lot. Yeah. And then, and some bands, no one left for a long time, but then, you know, Anti-Flag and Rise Against and uh, uh, Lesson Jake. Quite a few bands face-to-face. Yeah. They left. And all of them, not all of them are coming back. Yeah. But, you know, 
most of them are come back, yeah. which is like, oh, the, our doors are always open for you guys. That's awesome. That's why it's one record deals. You want to go to major, go to major. Try it out. And and we and we because we do stuff like you know cross collateralization. You know yep. what that is. Yeah. You have one big record and a couple of little ones. Yeah. And you don't make money off the big one because they recoup from. The, yeah, we don't, yeah. We don't do that. We we just don't cross collateralize. That's amazing, man. So bands can make money off half the records, and half of them they don't. Yeah. But they can still make money. Yeah. Shit like that, and we don't charge back for marketing. You know, we just cover cover the costs. And it's amazing, man. It's there's a lot of things people don't know, but that's why we've been successful. But also, you know, we've never had a gold record. We we didn't. We 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 can't pretty much because I don't want to spend the money mm. on a marketing and and radio and all that stuff. Uh, I, I was going to <laughs> with against me. Okay, and they ended up leaving. Oh shit! But I'm like, I gave them a really big advance, and like, well, we're gonna go to major. I'm like, rats, because uh, because <laughs> you guys, ha- I think, can have like an op ivy career, like mm. really underground, and and people love you know those records. Yeah, man. And they went to major, and it didn't really pay off. They got bigger. Yeah, but I think they would have done really well on fat. But yeah. th- but then you know, but I, I'm still friends with every band. Yeah, of course. And you know, and Laura asked me to play. Laura Jane asked me to play bass on their last record. Yeah, awesome. we come by and play bass on a few songs. I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it's cool. And uh, you know, we're all we're all still friends. Yeah, which is, it's important. Yeah, you know, like sick of it all. Of course. We they did a couple records with us, and, yeah, and we're man. we're still great friends. Playing shows together, yeah. Well, that's because you come from the music too, you, and you've been. Touring since the eighties, and you you are in the band. You're part of the scene. That's what makes this. I think it's what well, yeah, it's special. I think you kind of need to. No, you don't need to, but uh, if you're gonna have a, a lot of people start labels, but they don't know that feeling. They don't know what it's like to be in a band, and that's helped me so many times. I'm sure. Like people at Fat, like we're not gonna do that. No, we gotta tell the band. I go, no, 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 no. If Epitaph told me that, and Epitaph did, like this is a single. They they told me that on one of the records. Wow. And I'm like, uh, no, it's not. And this was Andy, Andy, and, Andy, and I'm like, uh, I'm gonna tell Brett, <laughs> no, but <laughs> but like Brett is in a Brett's band, a friend, yeah, yeah, yeah he knows. and uh, you can't tell bands certain things, yeah, and and that's what I, that's why I don't tell bands certain things, yeah, you know, hey, you guys are the boss, you have you have the say, final say on everything. Mm-hmm. I will suggest things, but yeah, they're just opinion. suggestions, yeah. No effects had success as far as like radio and video play too. At some point on those records, right? Well, we never made a video for MTV. I was just a video in general, but somebody picked it up, didn't they? For a second? No. Okay. No. no we, but, you know, YouTube now. Like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. We started making videos uh, just to make them because it was cool. Yeah. But when MTV, when Punk Rock broke, it was just weird. Mm. Well, people coming after you trying to... Well, yeah, yeah. A bunch of majors. and Yeah. Uh, I, had, I had dinner with one major and they made me feel so bad. Like, if you want to be... A, Second fiddle to the offspring and rancid for your whole career on Epitaph, oh, and, I, and I was like, "Ooh, that hurts." Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> so I went to Fat Records. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and what and that's that's what labels do. They kind of like mm-hmm. push push you against other people and other yeah. bands, and no, you're better. And and they, I didn't want anything to do with it. I know. So I just, Wait, I, just I feel like No Effects was part of that whole. Even if you guys weren't. On MTV, but you, you guys, killing it. We're killing it just because we we killed it. I know. But it wasn't. 
we you did, were already killing it by just. Yeah, I mean, like, K- like we never did a K Rock radio, no, a, a no, no. Weenie Roast or no. anything like that. Yeah, because they weren't playing us. Yeah, we get played occasionally, mm-hmm. but that's fine. That's why some bands like Pennywise are huge in L.A. because K Rock backed them so hard, mm. and we we never had that. You guys never cared about that shit. Just playing. Well, it's just uh, it was. I just we just I don't like bosses. Yeah. Uh, you're your own boss. <laughs> and you're like, we put out a new record. Oh, you're touring your record? No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we tour when it feels like we want to tour. Yeah. And our tours are uh, generally 12 shows. That's it. That's it? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then like man. two months off. And then whose idea was the, the TV show, uh, the backstage pass thing for Fuse? Was that something you got you put together? Was your idea? Yeah, yeah it was me. Yeah. Uh, well, we played Iceland and it was just, we lost a bunch of money. We thought people would be there. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was, it was just the funnest night. It was our Independence Day. Everyone was up all night. Yeah. Uh, you know, they went independent from Denmark. Huge war. No. They just said, we're going independent now. Denmark said, fine. But <laughs> <laughs> but they celebrated. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh, and it was just like, man, if we filmed us going to places where we're not going to make money, we could recoup later with a DVD. Mm. That's fucking smart. And then we, we just brought two people on the road with us for a couple years. And we're like, this is crazy. This is better than a DVD. Yeah. And then, and then we actually shopped the footage. So it wasn't produced. Okay. Like, uh, and then we, and Fuse bought it, spent like close to a million dollars putting it together. Wow, man. And then, all right, let's do season two. Uh, well, we can't just do season two. Well, yeah, we'll put you on the road. This time we'll have a producer and they'll make stuff happen. Just watch. Watch all the things they make happen. We're the drama like, unfolds. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. We're not. That's why this is cool. Yeah. Because this stuff happened. Yeah. And and there's, you know, so many countries where nothing happened. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't see us in the Philippines because that show sucked. And uh, <laughs> and nothing yeah, dramatic yeah. happened. Yeah. Just bad food and lots of <laughs> bomb squads. Oh. Well, I, thought that, that, I thought that was awesome that they did that for you. That was cool. Yeah. And then the next one, season two, we just did ourselves, mm-hmm. and it took, you know, years to film. Yeah, but it's it's funner that way. What, what do you th- what do you think you credit to your longevity and and the fan base, and you guys still killing it? Like, I feel like nothing's nothing's changed for you guys. Well, I I, I mean, good punk bands have longevity. Yeah. Uh, the difference with us is, uh, I think live we're pretty funny. Yeah. And. I think our records are still really good. Mm-hmm. There's, I think they're still relevant. Like I could, I was so stoked. Our last record, uh, single album, got the best reviews we've ever got. Wow! And that's you know for your fifteenth record or something, it's crazy. it just it doesn't really happen. Yeah. So and that's what I that's what I live for is, I mean, right now I have thirty seven new songs. Damn. That's what I did during COVID. You I, never stop writing. I just write, and. I'm writing for other people too now. Yeah, but always under inspired. a different name. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nobody wants to work with Fat Mike. Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider. We can't give out your secret name then. Um, so you always inspire. You keep writing, never stop. Yeah, that COVID has been really uh, not fun for me. Not fun. But I'm like, okay, I'm home. What am I? Gonna, I can't tour. What am I going to do? Oh, I'm going to write songs. Uh, oh, I have an idea. I'm going to open up a punk rock museum in Vegas. Yeah, I'm excited about this. And I'm just doing things that i can do now yeah so i'm still just as busy because i drive myself just creative in different ways yeah yeah the punk rock museum uh thank you so much you gave my band some shares to the uh to the museum excited it's in vegas right yeah it's, it, it takes a long time to give away shares thank you man well, because I, I have you. to uh i want it to be personal yeah no i know <laughs> and 
Yeah, you guys got shares before Fat Records bands did. Thank you, man. And this is in Vegas, correct? In fact, don't tell Fat Records bands about it because if they're listening, they might not get any. Okay. And, and this <laughs> and this is going to be in Vegas. This is this is exciting. Yeah, we have the building. Uh, I hired Fletcher to be my. Uh, he's grinding on it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on it, man. Yeah. Uh, and because I don't want to make calls, like we're giving we're giving call me, we're yeah. giving shares to to bands that really can't afford to invest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Uh, but the bands who can't afford it, oh yeah, you got to buy in. Yeah, but yeah, it's because yeah. it's it's. I want everyone to be part of it, mm-hmm. and because once you get someone in, they get excited about it. Yeah, and and everyone's gonna make money on it. And it's a there's a five hundred one. There's you know a charity. Yeah, where older older punk rockers are gonna get money, and Sick. I think it's just gonna be a place that we all love, mm-hmm. and it's it's our it'll be our mecca, you know. Yeah, and when when you hoping to have that open, At the end of the year, we were thinking punk rock bowling, but. Yeah, everything's slow because of COVID. But yeah. you, you're getting so many cool things. Oh my god, we're getting so many cool things. I mean, and some weird things. Mm. Like we got Henry Rollins' T-shirt that he th- took off his body and threw into the crowd at his first Black Flag show. Wow. Why is this interesting? Because oh, his name is sewn in the back by his mom. Oh my god, yeah. dude! <laughs> like that shit is amazing. We got Darby's record collection. We have Darby's social security card. We have Sid's belt, Sid's boots, Sid's pins. Holy shit. Uh, and, and crazy stuff like Tesco V's uh, dildo used to sing on stage with. From the wow. Meat Men. We have handwritten Necros lyrics. We have uh, Jerry A's uh, spike bracelets from the cover of Kings of Punk. Damn. You know, just like... Any G.G. Allen shit? No pun intended, but anything? <laughs> from G.G. Allen uh, I don't think so, okay. but but everyone is giving us the coolest shit. Yeah. Uh, what's your name from the uh, gay advert from the adverts? Okay. Right. She has the original baseball bat that was given out for the Ramones. Damn. You know, like the that promo. You know, and Fuck. and the, a collar that Iggy gave to her. Damn. You know, it's like that's pretty amazing. And man. tons of hardcore shit. Yeah. Like it's. A, a, it's a lot of hardcore from the 80s stuff. Okay. And, you know, and we want everything. It's like, yeah. Like handwritten Necros lyrics, shit like That's that fucking is, is amazing. fucking yeah. cool. I hit up some New York peeps too about some, get some stuff for them too. It'd be awesome. Cool. Yeah, I hear Roger has boots. some, Roger yeah. has killer shit. He's got a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I call up Jerry only and he's like, oh, it's going to put some of this in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but fuck that. Yeah, you know, this is going here. Sick. And he, he's building his own Misfits display. <laughs> I can see that. You know, it's He's like, incredible, man. Oh, what a cool guy. So cool. And that's just, this is just bringing so much joy to my life. And, and it is going to bring to others because we need this. Yeah. There's nothing, is this the Ramones one in Berlin? I go to, every time I go, I do the same walkthrough. It's awesome. But in America, it'd be so fucking. And, and the shit we have is just unbelievable. So all, everybody's coming forward with, oh, I got this, I got that. Yeah. yeah. And there's going to be probably like 10,000 flyers up. And we want flyers from every little podunk town. We want some band that only played three shows in the 80s. To be a oh, I'm in the punk rock museum. Yeah, there's no getting inducted. Yeah, it's like if you're a punk band, you're in. Yeah, is the place pretty big too? Uh, twelve thousand square feet. Wow, man, that's incredible, and, man. And a lot of you know, and we have we make it so there's like a maze, so there's more and more walls, lots of walls. Oh, this is the coolest part. Uh, well, no, the whole fucking thing is cool, <laughs> but there's a room upstairs, the guitar room. I mean, there's cool guitars. Yeah, we have we have fucking Johnny Thunder's '59. We have Damn. all kinds of amazing guitars, but the gu- guitar room, there's amps, 
and you can play my bass through my amp. You can play Fletcher's guitar through his amp. You can play Pete from Sick of It All's guitar wow. through his amp. Wow, just their sound, yeah. Yeah. Brian Baker would be sick too. Yeah, and just, yeah, you know, we're going to put a cable, through, you know, lock the guitar, but you can play it. Their and sound, what yeah. If it, what if someone drops it? Well, then we'll fix it. It's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, punk, we're punk band. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seeing signed guitars at House of Blues, you know, or I don't care about a fucking signed guitar. Yeah, no, or no, no. Someone, guitar bb king played I, yeah it's fine but i want to play it yeah that's fucking sick that's so cool and some sid vicious shit you said too yeah yeah Johnny Rotten. we have some the, the uh, sid and nancy uh, wedding chapel what yeah you get married wow and and uh our tour guides uh they're they're people yeah like casey royer you can okay. get you know he's gonna come out for a few days you want a tour with casey royer that's yeah cool. you pay extra but yeah, I want to hear Casey's stories. Yeah, and we're just signing. are you doing different sections. Like New York scene is it different sections? Oh yeah, like, yeah, different cities. Every you know everything. Everyone's included, and he, and new bands too. Yeah, it's, it's not just seventies, eighties, nineties. It's there will be you know like <laughs> maybe a yellow card sticker. Or, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Uh, you, 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 <laughs> you you can have like art exhibits there. People come through, read their books. You can have so much. No, cool we're, things we're happening. Book, yeah, but do book readings there. It's all kinds of. Cool shit, and you know Lisa Brownlee, like our our board of uh, uh, advisors is Kevin Lyman, Brett Gurowitz, Stormy Shepherd, Pat Smear. Jesus, you know it's it's. We need some shit from Grohl too. It'd be sick from some Scream, something from his old band. That'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dave, sorry, Dave uh, he didn't yeah. he, he didn't return my emails. I'll, I'll connect you with Steve Martin. Remember Steve Martin from Agnostic Front as his manager. Off air. No, I, I, no I, I'm, okay, okay, I'm, okay. I'm close with Gus. Gus, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, Gus, Gus yeah. invested. Oh, sick, awesome. And and Pat Smear, he he invested big. He's like, fuck yeah, so cool to hear that shit, man. I called him up the other day and said, uh, when he got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? I go, oh, must be pretty nice to be the second Germs member to be inducted. Because <laughs> wow. because Belinda Carlisle, he's like, yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. People like that in, in a different world, but they're still connected to the. He's, I, I love that man. Pat Smear is so cool. Yeah. Me and him and Fletcher went to a collector's uh, place. Uh, this guy who did, you know, the the books fucked up and photocopy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Brian Turco, and he brought out all this all of Darby stuff, like his keychain, wow, his social security card, and Pat Smear's like, what the fuck? Damn. Yeah, really. Uh, it's. You have you have something you're gonna give in there besides. Playing your instrument, your bass, you have other stuff too. You want to? Oh yeah, I've, yeah, I've right, cool, stuff. Cool. Yeah, it's gonna be so a lot of, There's a there's a whole wall of leather jackets that they're, they're there. They're not behind glass, so you can smell them. Damn, you know, uh, from would, you know all kinds of English bands. How about and, a piece of CBs, man? That'd be fucking sick. We're working on it. Okay, okay, okay. That's, <laughs> that's gonna have a smell to it too. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah, we're working on getting uh, the awning. Mm. There's been a few. But yeah, there's one particular one that's uh, that we really want. Um, is oh yeah, is is we, are you a fan of like the New York Harker stuff too? Growing up, Cause me, I, yeah, I know you oh, tore, yeah, I know you tore out there a bunch. No, and shit. You were I mean out there my early. favorite seven is Antidote. You know, Sick. CFA. We played with uh, Adrenaline time. OD. Uh, yeah, very like our second show. Awesome, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and uh, I have Agnostic Front, uh, United Blood. I have the seven. Wow. I paid two ninety nine. You know. Two dollars and ninety nine cents for. Oh no, that was. Yeah. I mean, we were. No effects is a hardcore band. We I always know, have been. Were, yeah. We're just melodic. Yeah. But when people say we're pop punk, like, what are you talking about? 
we're hardcore. We, band. I, got, I got called pop punk many times, yeah, because we had melody, yeah, for sure. But you guys are always on the East Coast. I remember, man, it's fucking crazy. Well, but that was we were a hardcore band, yeah. And and until and when hardcore went metal, we're like, why are they taking our name? Because mm. uh, hardcore, uh, you know how it started, the name. Tell me, DOA. DOA. They, okay. they put out hardcore eighty one. That was the first time anyone. Did you know that, Chappelle? Anyone use that name? I heard different things, but that's 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 cool. Yeah. And because uh, no one called Black Flag hardcore, it, but no. now we look at it hard, and no one called Minor Threat hardcore. True. We we say it now because mm. DOA put out Hardcore You One. Mm. Yeah, okay. I was so pissed when that fucking book came out uh, called uh, American Hardcore. Yeah, American mm. Hardcore. We were talking about that the other day. Like, hello, how come we're not in that? Mm. How come Bad Religion is? I, I finally tracked down the guy. I go, how come no effects isn't in this book, dude? Well, it's for, you know, punk bands with releases in the 80s. And they, I go, oh, well, we had one in 85 and 86. Yeah. Uh, on Mystic Records. Mm. And you have, you know, other band like Ill Repute and stuff. Like, why not us? Yeah. He didn't put us in because we're the band that got really big. Uh, and you can't leave Bad Religion out. Mm. But don't, people don't remember that we started in 83. Yeah. And, you know, we got our name from negative effects. You know, the, yeah. the FUs just to stay at my house. Wow. I, I, this is a good one. Tell me. I took Reagan Youth to master their album. Love Reagan Youth. In fucking, in 84. Wow. And they mastered it in mono. Okay. That record is mastered in mono. The, the eight song one, not okay. the 11 song okay, one. Okay, You know, the original. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, mono? What? Well, we have people who have broken speakers. We want it to sound good everywhere. That's fucking sick. That was fucking I mean Reagan Youth. Yeah. Were you a big minor Before th- they were dead. Yeah. You a big minor threat fan? Because you know you guys covered straight edge. I, I love that well, cover. Well sure. I mean love that cover. Who isn't a minor threat fan? Yeah. Greatest hardcore band of all time besides the bad brands. Mm. That'd be, that'd but be, you can th- say that in either <laughs> that, that'd be <laughs> They're interchangeable. Would that be your top, huh? For hardcore bands in your top, if you had a top? Uh top five. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean yeah. unbeatable. Did you see Minor Threat back then? Did you get to see them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw, wow. I saw Minor Threat once. Fuck. saw SSD twice, and SSD. they only played two shows in LA. <laughs> wow. It's probably <laughs> the Bad Brains early on, too. Yeah. Only once. Only once? But, uh, yeah, seeing Minor Threat was cool. But seeing the Misfits three times, that was... Back then? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I saw them man. in Compton once. So sketchy. Holy shit. Yeah. It was Circle One, Dr. No. Yeah, shows in Cali were crazy I, back If then. someone has... Po- I, if someone has photos for that show, because uh, I was in the shit. front row, like, I, come on, damn, that'd be so cool. Because that was '82. Holy shit! Did you did did your um? Well, before your parents were gone, did they come check out your bands? Ever see you perform live? Yeah, yeah, sure. They were back in it. Yeah, when we got good. Yeah, but like you, but you not doing the college thing. Maybe they had expectations for what they thought you could do, but then you start a label when you're fucking. Oh yeah. You know how parents are like, what yeah. is this punk rock bullshit? Yeah. My, my mom didn't like it at all. And, uh, yeah, she, she had to get me out of jail more than once. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we used to get arrested a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you're a wild kid. Well, I, not really. I mean, I didn't do drugs. Yeah, I know. I know uh, you didn't. But, I know. but like once I was in the alley, I was going to, I never got to see Personality Crisis. They were playing at the cafe, and we were in the alley drinking. And this guy, fucking Bob Bonehead, cops came from every direction. And he fucking threw his heroin in front of me. And I'm oh, like, oh, shit. Da-. Cops like, oh, oh, who's this? 
Wow. I'm like, not mine. Well, it's in front of you, isn't it? And I'm not oh. going to say, it was him. Yeah. Can't say that. <laughs> I'd be scared of Bob, Bob Bonehead. Oh, no. He's, okay. Him and his dad uh, went to prison for a bank robbery. So Holy no worries. Shit. You, have to, you don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, heroin? I don't do heroin. Holy I'm 16. shit. Fucking that's crazy. So that was your first time you got locked up? Yeah, but I got out. Yeah. Your parents were tripping? I don't know. My mom threw her purse at me. <laughs> she was definitely bummed. Um, is there any one... When I was in New York jail, that, that was... That That's... Was, that was... I go, Mom, you could have gone to a, a 24-hour bail bondsman. You know... New York and... Fuck. So I'm like... Yeah, was, they put me in Gen Pop. I'm like, this sucks! Holy shit. Because I was, what, 19? Yeah. I got, a, car, I got a card like, game, though. That's, so, oh, you did there? Oh, yeah. Um, they cheated. I still beat them. Are you, are you self-taught? Because you play like piano, keyboards, guitar, bass. Is that all self-taught? You took lessons ever? No, I don't really t- play piano. I just... Okay. I, I'll write a part. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like a harmony yeah, or something. Yeah. Damn, man. It's crazy. Do you Looks, play an instrument, Toby? No, man. I wish I fucking You don't did. play an instrument. How no. long have you been in the band? 26 years. This is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I can play. I can play drums a little bit, but I'm not that. I'm like, no, man. I don't. I don't know why, dude. I well, don't see because you know when you write your own songs, that's yeah. when you really tear up the melodies. You just you're handed stuff. Like your band must give you something, and you go, okay, I'll sing over it. But you can't change it. Yeah, because there it is. That's, this is the riff. That's true. You're painted in a corner, Toby. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, man. These guys are fucking me. Well, I, I mean, like, like yeah. uh, you know. The the bigger punk bands, Rancid, right. Bad Religion, yeah. us. I mean, the singers write the songs. Yeah, it's true. But you know, write lyrics, but I still write riffs. They give me melodies and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. it's just it, it's it's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just easier, you know. Yeah, it's not that hard to play guitar, Toby. <laughs> I, I think it's not too late to try too. I, I could always try, right? You could, yeah, you could try or bass one string. Yeah, bass is sick. My wife plays bass. Moon plays bass. Yeah, she fucking. Hmm. That'd be sick. Is is there one? So your wife's a better musician than you are. Facts. And you're in a band. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. It, it, you, do you have one favorite NoFX album? Uh, uh maybe self entitled. Okay. Wolves and Wolves Clothing. Mm. Uh, so long. Thanks for the shoes. Is definitely. Yeah. Those are my top three. There's so this fuck. There's so many. You guys made so many records. I'm jealous. We've been together 26 years. We have six albums, bro. We're so fucking lazy, dude. I can't even play an instrument. <laughs> Our last. Maybe album. that's a, there's a connection. If you because you know instead of sitting around all day going to the gym, uh, <laughs> you could be playing guitar, writing songs. I know the last. Three you have I, to wait for them. I know the last. Three I like records, that. I know the last three records are seven years apart. But the fuck, dude. H2O was so fucking lazy, hard to organize. Like I'm just looking at. We're lazy at, too, dude. Yeah, but I look at all your records. And I'm like, holy shit! They, they, you guys are so busy, man. Well, yeah. Also, because when you own the label, it's where the fucking money is. No, it's true. It used to be anyway, not anymore. And you guys sold over eight million records, man, according to the interweb. Yeah, independently, it's not true. dude. No, it's six. It's six. Okay. I don't know where. Still, bro, that's fucking insane. It's six million, okay? Um, that's pretty sick for <laughs> independent punk rock, though. Your own fucking rules, everything, dude. It's well, a lot to be proud of, dude. Oh, I'm proud of my band. Yeah. Uh, they are the laziest people ever. I mean, I have 37 songs and Smelly, he comes up like every two weeks and Tuesday, he said, I just want to do this one. We're setting up your drums and getting sounds and you're playing one song and I got him to play a second one, but he he wasn't, he was there 90 minutes. I got to beat traffic, dude. 
Jeez. Oh, he's in Long Beach, yeah. Yeah, and then, and Hefe lives right near me. Oh, he's hysterical. He, uh, can you come by and play some guitars? I'm moving. Oh. oh. You're moving. To where? What? Another place yeah. in the valley. But I'm like, okay, well, how about next week? He's like, no, I'll still be moving. What do you mean? Well, he moved by himself. Oh, shit. Like himself. Oh, he, he, didn't, he didn't even hire his own people for Damn. cheap. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> he, 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 I, unbelievable. Who would wow. move by themselves? Damn, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it took him three weeks. Damn. He looks good, too. He's fucking lost weight, too. Yeah. Well, you know, he was on that show, that TV show. What show? He's an actor now. Holy shit, for real, what show was he on? Uh, Mayans? Yeah, Mayans. Oh, shit, I heard he was on there. I gotta see He's that. a Mayan. Holy shit. What's his name? Dude, it's that's like, so cool, it's like man. like Slappy or Stumpy. I don't know. I, I know, I gotta see it. Um, <laughs> Yo, one, one of you guys influences you, you guys name was Dead Milkman I thought that's amazing if that's even that's an incredible underrated band yeah I completely disagree and they never influenced us we played a show with them once alright what it was on you it was on okay <laughs> they have good melodies though man uh, uh, punk yeah. rock girl then it reminds me okay yes that's your only that's the only song I anyone so. can ever say about them I guess you're right punk rock girl oh yeah I know oh you're at one good song wow I'm sorry Dead Milkman it's so catchy though <laughs> <laughs> Listen to some of the other songs. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, and you'll see. I know they're I know. not good. Do you consider yourself an optimist or pessimist? I'm an experienced. Pes- I'm experienced optimist. I'm a pessimist. Okay. Interesting. Interesting response. Well, I mean, that's, some people say realist. I'm pragmatist. Okay. Uh, but no, I like you when, seem like when, that, when oh. I do business things. I I look at everything negative that can happen. That's why I think I do good business. Like the Punk the Punk and Drelick tour. Yeah. Uh, Cameron thought up all these reasons. Like we why what's wrong with the warp tour? What would be better? Oh, I know. No kids. If we don't let people under twenty one in, no kids. Mm-hmm. Everyone can drink wherever they go. And uh and uh well the bar it kills it. You know, yeah. people drink beer all day and we give free beer. Wouldn't free beer be good? Yes. Let's do two hours of free beer tasting. What's wrong with that? And then wow. let's do five really good bands instead of 80 bands. And 20 stages. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One stage. Play nice music between the bands. Let's only do it on weekends. Yeah. You know, not because kids, we don't care about kids and people have to go to work. And it's just, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And it was really successful. Uh, you know, for a while. Yeah. We're doing them again. Yeah. But you do like all ages shows. Why? This is fun. The young kids come to get to see you. Why? Because it's a new generation. I gen- am 54. But it's a new generation of kids who love your band. Well, that's fine, but th- they don't so much. It's, okay. you know, we found that out is that 90% of our fans are, you know. Older? Yeah. So. Or uh, they have kids they want to bring and say, yo, this is my favorite band growing up in OFX. I'm bringing my son to see you tonight. That's kind of cool, no? I guess. Okay. Uh, I don't really, you know, I don't really care. I, all I know is that uh, when I would go to Warp Tour, I would not go and be in the crowd. Yeah. Could you feel weird? Feel like uh, mm. a creep? Mm. <laughs> you you, like, you, you like got to stand in the back, and then they corral you at the beer garden. Mm. You have to be in the beer garden to drink your beer. Can't. Mm. It's like what? Mm. This is this music's for me. Yeah. This is my music. Yeah. And that's why Punk and Drubbuck has been really fucking cool. Yeah. Do you remember the last time you went to a show, you in the crowd watching and feeling excited? It's been a long time since you've been to... No. Uh, well... But, Obviously, but, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like, I saw you guys and uh, 
Uh, well, those couple years. That was fun. Yeah, it's, it was another band. Come back, kid. Yeah, that was fun. In Berkeley. Yeah. yeah, I was in the crowd. That's where he came to our show. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, San Francisco. Uh, I I get away with that. Yeah, because I'm because oh I, I saw Sick of It All re- last time they played the Roxy. Oh yeah, yeah. With Murphy's Law, great show. Yeah, I, I I I'm always in the crowd. Yeah, you always go to shows. You still love going to see music and stuff. If if well yeah, I, I just don't like that many bands, but yeah, I'm gonna see Sick of It All. Mm-hmm, of course, especially at a cool club, you know. Yeah. And now you're working with bands too. Before before the podcast started, you played us a band called Co-Defendant, which is, it's hard to explain their sound, but it's really original. Yeah. It's, it's a good vibe, it's man. It's one of my favorite things I've ever worked on. Yeah. And what, and, and that's something that's- We're not, doing a seven inch okay. on fat. It's split, okay, it's going to be fat first. Split, get dead, Co-Defendant. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. It's it's a cool vibe. It's the, the voices, the, both the singers, and then the hip hop vibe, or the rhyming, and the music. Yeah, this is turning into two podcasts. I think. Do you do doubles? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I need something to eat. I know you eat, eat food. Oh, here's my nuts. Eat your nuts. <laughs> and then also working with hip hop. These artists. are not nuts, dude. What is it? Probiotic fruit and yogurt trail mix. Is that what it is? There's no nuts in here. Are you serious? You, That's my wife, man. I don't know. What do you eat? Uh, it's all you have here is sugar. That's my kid shit. I don't eat at home. I bring my own shit home because my wife, and, uh, they're vegetarians. I'm vegan. So they can eat dairy and all this shit. I, I bring home quinoa. I like Travis's restaurant. Crossroads, man. Fucking good. You like it, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Those cigar things. Yeah. Ooh, that's his favorite thing, the cigars. Yeah. Cigars are good, dude. That's the way you want to take a lady. Yeah, it's a really nice take a date there. Um, I just, I've been with this woman for eight months or something, and we just went on our first date. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, because you've been on lockdown. We've been on lockdown. Yeah. And we're like, we cheese it? No. No, I'll give it. Don't give this man. I'm shit. keto. That, 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 oh, he's keto. He's on some other shit. Lost twenty pounds, man. Um, but you, we were talking before too. You work with DOC, which we love. We listened to DOC today at Runyon, and uh, DOC is is such a cool dude. Yeah, he's and, a legend. And, and uh, so interesting too because he he wasn't in the gangster scene, and he wrote, <laughs> and he co-wrote uh, Straight Outta Compton. Wow. He's from Texas, and he's like, what the fuck is this shit? Wow. That's why he was like. Freaking, you know, in the, in, yeah. the, in the song we did together, because he's like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> His album is incredible. He's just man. super smart, super down to earth, cool guy. And uh, how's it? How's it, how does the DOC get to a fat mic? Like, how's it even happen? And exhibit, like, how's it even? Well, they were doing interviews. Uh, for his documentary, okay. and my friend asked if they could do it at my house. Oh, perfect! And I knew DOC, and I knew yeah. uh, Quick, uh, who I recently met. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, it's funny. Exhibit was over, and I've never heard of him. I, wow. I've never heard any hip hop. I've okay. I, I had there's that Stan song by Eminem. I know that one. <laughs> uh, no public enemy, Beastie Boys on that. No, show? I listen. I listened to okay. uh, uh, Fear of a Black Planet twice. Great. I thought that was very important. Very good. Yes. Straight Outta Compton. Yes. I heard that. That and that. Mm. Okay. Then I don't really listen to hip hop. Wow. Eminem, I, I heard a little bit. He's talented. Yes. Uh, so let's go. Exhibit. Oh, and POS was on Warp Tour. Oh yeah, I went to see him. Um, so yeah. anyway, so exhibits here, and he's exhibits looking at this car in my in my uh, driveway, mm-hmm. and it's uh, like a '58 Cadillac, and it's my friend's Pimp Your Ride, yes. And but I didn't know he had a show called Pimp My Ride. <laughs> he's just this guy. Uh-huh. He goes, "What year is this car?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I think it's 1930s." He's like, no, it, it's, <laughs> he's in the '50s, and it's it's been there for a while." Yeah. I go, "Yeah, but you know, it's." I don't know. I don't like it's. It doesn't drive very well at all. Yeah. Check out my minivan over here. This thing is way nicer. 
bed. He, he was laughing. His friends laughing, and I just thought I was being funny. Yeah. I didn't know he had a teeth. And then someone said he has a show called Pit My Ride. Huge I go, show. oh, so yeah. I guess that's even funnier now. That's incredible, <laughs> man. He was nice, right? He's cool. Super cool. Yeah, he's a great one too. And that one day I met Tone Loke. He was over there, and uh, Sir DJ Jinx. DJ Quick too, though. Yeah, Sir Jinx. Sir Jinx. Uh, and then some like gnarly rappers, like big dudes and. They were like they weren't as friendly, because mm. I'm like, hi, hi yeah. Mike, this is my house. <laughs> <laughs> but DJ Quick too, right? Yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah, because I saw him in footage when you guys did the stream with uh, Fishbone. I saw G- I was like, DJ Quick, so that's crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy how worlds collide later on in life too. You that, know, that was really cool having Fishbone play and yeah, yeah, one of the greatest frontmen, one of the greatest bands I think, man. Like maybe underrated. <sighs> I, I I just produced uh, three songs with them. Oh, you did, and. Wow, what a dysfunctional band! Like, so when you think your band is, and you mean oh no, bands. yeah, nothing yeah. Like, like this, <laughs> where like wow. everyone's calling me separately, tell me how things really go, mm. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys are hysterical, it was so talented. Man. And, and Joe's like, uh, I really want to get my stuff on your label, and I'm like, Angelo, uh, oh the mad vibe, you're 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 Mr. Wackadoo. Uh, I can't help you here, buddy. Yeah, this isn't the kind of music I put out. So it's such incredible talent, though, man. Yeah, they're all so talented, but it's it's just it's it's hurting cats. Mm. But it but it makes you realize how good you you have with your band when you meet other bands who are maybe more. Oh, I have it so easy because I write the songs and I tell them how it goes. Yeah, and they do it, and hey, yeah, that's why we've been together for so long. I mean, bands where everyone tries to write, that's when the fights happen. Everyone wants mechanicals. Everyone wants... So the publishing, all this stuff like that, or... I don't know, I guess it's... Well, I don't. I write the songs. Yeah. Eric Melvin writes a riff now and then. He gets a little publishing. Yeah. But but it's a family. There's a reason why you guys are still together and love each other. Yeah, and, and you know, there's, there's got to be a best songwriter. There's some bands where there's two, mm-hmm. but there's never four. No. You know, like how many albums did fucking George Harrison ruin by the Beatles? Mm. <laughs> well, not, not a lot. <laughs> but... Sergeant yeah. Pepper's definitely that fucking sitar song. Mm. I'm not even a Beatles fan. You love you love the Beatles or no? Oh, you know Toby. that song. I'm not a big fan. You're not, not a big fan. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate that. If you're a fan of the, if you're a fan of melody, okay, you're a fan of I the Beatles. Am. Okay, I mean, I know other songs if I hear them. I want to watch that Rick Rick Rubin doc series with him and Paul McCartney breaking down all oh, the songs. Oh yeah, I heard uh, that's incredible. Yeah, I want to see that too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just think they're the best band of all time, and no one will ever touch them. Wow. But I'd rather listen to Bad Religion. I didn't realize that you were a big Beatles fan. That's incredible. That's cool. Well, it's just how it is. But it makes sense. But it makes sense though. I mean, no band has ever done what they've done. You know, their songs are the most covered songs ever. Mm-hmm. They had four top four top ten songs at the same time. Fuck. It was just they changed music and they changed politics. Yeah. And they were even irreverent when they put out Revolution. It's like that's a song against protesters. Like, what? You're not you're not even wow. backing your people. Damn, you got a lot of music knowledge. I'm so happy. Actually, here, I I don't I don't know bands like I like I I don't listen to music ever. I just Nothing? don't. When I find a band I like, yeah. I, I do. Yeah, that band Fun. I listen to them. Oh yeah, Fun's cool. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's a couple of David Bowie records I like. I like wow. the Spits. Like the Smiths, you said? No. Oh okay, okay. Spits. Oh the Spits. Okay. Smiths. Sorry. 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 <laughs> I, I, I just I just hate music and I hate I, it. I just. I need a cool chord progression or yeah. really cool lyrics or uh, or it's really punk. I need something that is different. Yeah. 
I'm so happy you're here, dude, because I know you for so many years. We've played shows together. We've crossed paths. I'm very happy to be and here, too. And we get too. to have a talk, conversation about life, just everything with you in general. You know what I mean? Like, How am I doing? You're doing incredible, dude. okay. And your voice, you have such a great... You should, I'm not saying you have a voice for radio because you're a handsome cat, but you have a great voice. It sounds good. Obviously, because I know your voice from Don't singing. call me, what? No, Don't call me. Yeah. No, 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 this isn't the voice... That's gonna get but, you on but, radio. But it's but it's a, but I know but it's a good voice. Um, Chappelle, grab that mic. It's it's called a signature voice. Yeah, it's, just, a, it's just a cool voice though. Grab the mic because my you, friend Chappelle Lacey is here. He's no, an incredible I mean, stand-up comedian, much, you, and he comes to punk rock. Let me talk, let me introduce you. Okay. And he's he's a fan of No Effects. He was stoked I was having you here. Um, but he, punk rock saved and changed Chappelle's life, literally. Um, from the, the crazy childhood he had growing up in Arizona. So it, it changed your life for the better? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, for the better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your man changed my life forever. <laughs> for the worst. Yeah. My no, girlfriend I mean, you, killed herself. Yeah. And then I got on drugs. And <laughs> in a positive way, right? You yeah, know? it's a super positive I way. I cover a lot, though. Anything you want to talk about? You, I mean, you cover so Thanks, much. I, I did mean, my deep dive did, on this You guy. did a lot. But? Uh, I mean, there's, there's things that I'm like super... You know, I just, well, I guess I just find very intriguing about you is the fact that you're very uh, business savvy and like you don't necessarily find that. What is it okay? Am I good? Uh, I feel like you don't necessarily find that, you know, like a lot of musicians, even, even with, because, you know, I do stand up comedy. So even with stand up comedy, you just don't find many people that pay attention to that aspect of it. You know what I mean? It's almost like a, like a, a world that people don't want to, they want someone else to, pay attention to that and not necessarily themselves. Yeah, I, I can't do anything in my life like that. Yeah. And I'm not, I guess I'm a control freak, but once I get some a system set up how I think it should go, then I let it go. Yeah, well, even when you were just explaining earlier, like when you guys were, uh, when you were recording all that stuff and uh, filming all that stuff in like Iceland and Philippines or whatever, like that was just your doing. You're like, well, you figured like, hey, okay, these shows won't be as good, but why don't we film this, make this thing, and then boom, you you recoup, which people don't. It's it just, I'm just like, like you don't find very many people like that in well, the industry that pay most attention. People really try to follow the industry. Yeah. They see what's hip and what's going on, and then they try to do that. And I always do the opposite. Do the opposite, mm -hmm. Black Sheep. Mm -hmm. Well, when, yeah. when you talk about like your band still being relevant, you still being relevant, you know, Fat Records, you know, still being relevant. It's just like it, you. Like it makes so much sense when you understand everything, like, like the way you've like navigated it all. What? Well, uh, uh, like the, the 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 cheap comp, you know, the compilation, yeah, the CD. Yeah. We, uh, I, I was the first to do that. Wow. Uh, uh, it's funny because Brett Brett Gerwitz says the same thing. I was but, on one of those too. Yeah, but if you look at fat Rick, fat music for fat people, and you look at Punkrama, look which one came out first. Mm. Anyway, but I used to give those away. I used to give away a thousand at every show. Those were sick. Oh, okay. So every band on it got popular in that city. Just boom. And then, Amazing. you know, we did the short music comp. I was on that. All, uh, the, the short mm -hmm. songs. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I did decline. Yeah. I was trying to do something that's different. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that. And, and, and Punk and Rebel Tour and our book, you know, mm -hmm. the Hepatized Bathtub. That book, like even the guy from the who wrote the Dirt, was like, he wrote us and said, "This is incredible." Damn, yeah. like you outdirted us. Yeah, that's a great book. Yeah, I read that and, and I was thinking we can do this better in one way mm -hmm. because uh, a lot of big rock bands they just talk about big rock stories. Totally, and it took us 
you know, so many years to just, you know, be in a in a van. Yeah. <laughs> you know, station yeah. wagon for at first. And those stories are better. And I'm just like, if if we actually tell our stories everything, mm-hmm. it'll be a fucking good book. Damn, you see, he's he's really fucking good at like looking at what's right here and going, huh. What could be better? What could be better? Not 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 how can I do this like that other person? Exactly. How can I do it differently and better? Yes. There's this thing with like comedians where they will do this thing because like they'll see a comedian pop in like one way. They're like on like like doing like viral videos or something. And they'll be like, oh, I, I, I need to do, do that, that. And it's like, and it doesn't work because doesn't work you, that was never your thing. Totally. It was never authentic to you. Yeah. And then they just fucking find themselves down this horrible path of like, what the fuck? I'm wasting my time yeah. doing these fucking trying to like go viral like this person in the way that they did it. But it's all comedy so hard too, because yeah. you see people who inspire you and are so funny mm-hmm. and you, you kind of, it's, you almost try, you, you get, you're influenced by them, yeah. but you can't copy them. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can't Carlos Mencia. No. Fuck. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was gnarly. I don't know if you know that story. I don't. Oh, he, this guy just, he got a, a, a a comedian he got a big show and all his stuff he's doing stole. arena tours and all the stuff he what stole? He, he was stole everything he, he was doing all arena tours all this oh stuff my yeah God, fuck. and and he would he would go to the comedy store see new comedians steal their jokes and then go to big places that's so far oh. yeah he was called out pretty hard yeah he was caught and uh he got canceled before he got canceled back then yeah and it's, and it's you know he, you he watched, off bill cosby yeah there, there was a joke oh, in it yeah there's a joke that Bill Cosby did in like the 70s. Okay. And then literally he, he did the, the same joke. joke. I didn't think he was going to get caught. And it was like, like there's footage of Cosby doing it in the 70s yeah. and then footage of him doing it like early. Two, it was but like early stealing from new comedians, that's so fucked up. Yeah, it is. It is fucked up because like that's the thing that's hard about comedy is that like, you know, yeah, a, a smaller comedian could somehow, you know, get a spot on a on a big show with like big comedians and that big comedian could be sitting back there and be like, Oh, I like that because they that's cause what they do they, they yeah in the back and, and then all listen. of a sudden it's like bam you know what I mean so like sucks. yeah and luckily, like a lot of comedians would be like oh Carlos Mencia is here I'm not going on tonight I'm I'm not doing it mm-hmm. oh shit that's smart wow mm-hmm. but yeah I no, like how Dave Chappelle is nobody film anything on his toy. oh yeah no he has a um, there's this thing that where, where he uh, people have to lock their phones yeah, yeah. into this like couch and if they, and if they want to use their phone they have to go outside of the venue where the smart. person that locks Unlocks him up or whatever because it, I mean yeah there is it's the experience yeah. or whatever that he wants to like like be here be here well, that's what people can like go right online and cop and look at you yeah there. you know I I never filmed my daughter uh, when she's in plays and all this stuff uh my you know Aaron would but yeah. I'm like I want to see this yeah. you want to see I don't it. want to yeah. see yeah. it moment yeah yeah moment I don't yeah. want to I'll, I'll remember this better yeah if I just. Watch yeah. her. Imagine, I'll, imagine if Toby was just holding a camera, <laughs> talking to you right now. now. Yeah, yeah. You know How what I mean? Your like, daughter now? Uh, she's seventeen soon. Wow, my son's eighteen. Is she into punk at all or anything like that? Yeah, she she her look, own shit. Yeah, I mean, well, she's into what her boyfriend listens to. Okay, really. but but <laughs> I mean, she, she loves Tony Sly and okay. uh, a lot of fat bands. Okay, she's oh, a big cool. Mastin Intruder fan. Awesome. You know, man. you should watch her video because she sings in my musical. Okay, uh, on the album, and it's. Uh, that's awesome. for Home Street Home. She sings. She sings on most of the album. Okay, uh, but I was just trying to sneak around one song, but she's so good. That's amazing. I mean, Damn. really, the song she sings is uh, called "The First Time," and she she actually walked down Skid Row with a selfie stick and filmed. It's a one take video, and she's singing 
walking through all these fucking junkies and shit. Wow. And she was 14 when she did it. Holy shit. It's really cool. That's amazing, man. The only other uh, interesting thing, I think, is uh, uh, about you is that most people get you wrong. Yeah, you, you, figured, you know, what? I figured yeah. it out today. No, like, well, I, figured, uh, I saw like, a whole new you today dude. because because like, I think you know, like, just e- even when you explain like the way uh, you're like, okay, I had a calendar of when I would do my drugs. I would do, I wouldn't do it in these cities. I want to spend. I think the, the, the thing is, the thing is, is like exactly. That's and, why I'm and, not scared of ODing but, but also, because I'm very. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that, and that's what and that's what I noticed. I was like, okay, I was like. Because, I mean, yeah, in the punk rock world, you just hear stories all the time. But I was like, hmm, this guy's really business savvy. I was like, he he, he catches things. Label. He catches things, like, quick that, like, if, you, he- if, you, if you're, like, um, if you're just all constantly fucked up, it doesn't seem like you could you could find that focus. And there's a I'm, focus that you're so fucked focused. up. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you Like, People got for, the, for the type of focus that he has... It, you you can't be someone that's constantly fucked up to have that. Yeah, to catch I, things I the way he catches things. Yeah, is like and it, so I, I like that's why I thought was real. Think is real interesting about you. I'm like I, a lot of people have him wrong. Totally no, uh, Yeah, my, my do you agree? My girlfriend, uh, yes. absolutely. Yeah, she recently said something to me when she was just helping me. She was kind of like my shaman, but without drugs. Yeah, yeah, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she told me something that was really I uh, just changed my life. She said. Mike, uh, you'll probably always be lonely because no one will ever understand you. Mm. Wow, dude. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, you're right. People do not understand me. They they don't understand my motivations, mm-hmm. mostly, which is, it's really killing me right now. Wow. Because people, uh, like like I said earlier, I like to win, I like to make money, but I like everybody else to win because that's winning. That's really winning. All your friends, are, yeah, of course. To, to bring everyone up with you, and and my kids, I'm not like I've never, I don't lie. I just, I don't lie. I never do anything bad to anyone. I never get one over. I, I never take revenge in any way. I always take the high road, and people don't trust me. They think I'm doing something wrong because he must be, he must have an angle. He must be doing something. Well, but the, people don't, people don't look at, and and I'm like, no, I, I'm sincere. Uh. I, you can't tell sometimes because of my sarcasm. Yeah. Because of my sarcasm. And people are like, what the fuck just... And she's right. People will never understand me. Yeah. And no matter what I say, uh, like close friends of mine, some of them, they start to uh, think things about me. Like, how come... And I'm like, no, it's I'm being upfront. Yeah. My motivations are sincere. I act in good faith. Uh, but... And people Why aren't like that. Like because pe- people who lie and cheat. Like I never cheated, and I slept with two women in thirty years. Just that's it. Uh, and you know, if you are after I got divorced from Soma, yeah, you know, I, that's cool. Oh, anyway, you, you, you wow, that's interesting. But yeah, thirty years never cheated. I saw some dominatrixes, uh, but I was allowed to because yeah. that's what you know we did. I just didn't fool around with anyone. It was all open. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't lie. I just never lie. Yeah, and people are liars. Most people are liars and they embellish and they lie. Whoop. So they think everyone else does too. Yeah. I think everyone tells the truth. Mm-hmm. So I trust people, which yeah. is which has been uh, a downfall. Okay. Well, I yeah. mean, they people don't check his stats. It, it just just off the like in very simple things that you could. There's very simple things that you could that people 
like anyone could find out about him yeah. to where you go, oh, maybe he's not, maybe I'm wrong. Well, well look, Be like, we the, never the, had the, a lawsuit at Fat Records in 30 years. That's what never I'm saying. Never had a lawsuit. That, and I was just going to bring no up, lawsuit. I was just going to bring up that, like the, st- the stuff with frac- Fat Records. Like, I don't know, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, as far as, um, you know, the, the one uh, record deal, uh, that you it's would do with amazing. people, you allow people to come back. I don't cross collateral. You don't call. Yeah, yes. You don't do. You don't I do that. There's, that's what I'm saying. There's things that right, he right. does. Do that. Yeah. That it's like, oh, he's for people. He's for to help people and want but wanting people. People want to be the headline and not dig yeah. deep and really and, happen. And you can do that and also do well for yourself. It's just harder. Yeah. And uh, I'd rather lose money on a band than cheat them yeah. in, in any way yeah. well that, that, i don't think you have there's no way you can have success by cheating anyone it, well, I, people it just do people people, do, people do but like it's harder not to it's harder it's not better to, because but uh, when you look at him that's why it, like, it sucks so bad because yeah i'm it's i'm yeah. so hated you know on, on the internet or that's fuck that it, shit it's not even real life well, dude. I, I know but it's like i try so hard and i'm, I'm realizing since my woman told me that yeah, i go I I, no one's ever gonna understand my motivations and I just have to stop trying so hard. Not not to not cheat people, but trying to make people understand. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I, what about this? And I offend people. Yeah. And any of those people that have like said they, I don't like Fat Mike or anything like that, blah, blah, they'll blah. Never, blah. They'll never come to, they'll how, never say How, how face, about this? Yeah. How many of those people have ever sat down and had dialogue with them? Yep. Zero. Think, there, about, think about that. There was a band called We Are Union, right? And mm-hmm. my friend told me I should check them out. And I'm like, oh, I like this band. And I was thinking about working with them. And then I saw one of their videos and they talk shit about me in the song. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh my God. I was so hurt that night. Damn. And the next day I got a hold of the band and uh, I asked the singer to, to sit down with me. And we sat down Holy and shit. she explained herself. And uh, I said, oh, that kind of makes sense. But it's still, and she's like, but it's pretty fucked up. And <laughs> sorry. Uh and and we're we're very good friends now. She works for me. Holy you see shit. what he? That's what I'm saying. That's and, fucking. I got goosebumps. But think I about think yeah. about what he said earlier. He's he's going to sit down with that professor. Or yeah, with the, the professor. professor. Yeah. He, he he decided to sit down with the professor yeah. and talk to the professor. Most people don't fucking do that. Yeah. You no, know what I'm saying? Like well, people learn that I don't want to. I don't want an enemy. And yeah. they have me wrong, so I need to explain to them why they have me wrong. Yes. Yeah. And, and and in a very nice way. Yeah, and and it yeah, looks and, amazing, and you man. and you in like just based off you know this conversation here, like you 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 seem correct me if I'm wrong, but you seem like you can have uh, dialogue and, and and without getting emotional. Like you sat there and like talked to a person that and literally dissed about, you yeah. dissed you in a song, and for some reason I, I imagine that you were able to speak clearly without without like this emotion of like you'll fuck or whatever well, no, what, right if, what, well, you learn that in college in debate class whoever raises their voice is losing yeah so you don't have to raise your voice yeah I won't talk to uh, it's a waste of time to discuss things with an idiot or on the internet you never win an argument no, no, on the internet but, no I, I do oh you do okay because I go at it in a different way some kid said fucking fat Mike told me to, to go fuck myself when I asked him for an autograph I wrote him back and go uh Tell the truth, because that's impossible, because I've never even said that in my life. I've never told anyone to go fuck themselves. I, I say, I'm sorry, I'm busy. I can't sign that right now. Yeah. That's the worst I'll say. So tell the truth. And he wrote back and said, yeah, you're right. I made it up. <laughs> and they just want your attention. You know they what I mean? Just, then once you get yeah, it, but, I'm a yeah. big fan. I, I, don't, I don't say mean things to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, well, 
when I'm on stage, you know, I, I will yeah. make fun of people. And the thing, but that's, but that's, but that's a performance. Do. That's a performance. Yeah, yeah but the thing, like that's, but the thing you, you know. did when they did say something that was offensive and they, and they realized it got offensive, they apologized for it. They weren't like, fuck that, we're punk. We're just being funny. No, no. They, they and you know why, too? I was, it. it took me three days to write that apology. Yeah. Like doing Coke. Like I was fucking focused and I kept sending it to people. And they kept giving me their, and Fletcher really changed me, of all the people. Love Fletcher, man. Fletcher said, don't give any butts. Don't say who you are. Think of the eight-year-old girl whose mother didn't come home. Yeah. And I go, right. That's who I'm talking to. I'm not apologizing for fucking Fox and and for for America. Yeah. I'm just apologizing to those people in Vegas. It was a shitty thing to say. Mm. And I meant it. Yeah. And and so like, like... um, taking responsibility for shit like that. Yeah. But at the same time, I realized how punk this dude is talking to him this whole time. Like, always speaking his mind, not giving a fuck, living his life the way he wants to live his whole fucking life, and not being afraid to say some shit because everybody is so worried about being canceled. And without, and yeah. Mentality still but like, like, like it, it, when you get when you get to, like getting to know you, you know, just through this conversation, totally, like you 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 come as if you want to deliver your best to people. Like you're not trying to deliver. A bad person. No, I, I don't like your I, intent I, isn't to deliver. When I go bad. To, to the supermarket, yeah, I always make the cashier laugh. You know, I, I love making people laugh. Yeah. I love making the world a better place little by little. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm never mean. I always uh, take the high road. It's just, but it's it's a smart road. Yeah, revenge mm-hmm. is like shooting up poison. It really is. Yeah. There's no good outcome ever. Never. Yeah, and uh, if someone says something, or I'm, I, I'm more like, hmm. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm just thinking, boy, are they dumb. They must live a miserable life. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> do, do you let negative shit on the internet affect you? And often? yes, yeah, I. It's hard. I, I, it's hard. It's I can't. All of us. I'm, I'm very sensitive, and okay. that's why this has been so hard for me. Yeah. And I just, but I have to stop caring what people think. Especially, it's hard, like, because it's it's just it looks so big there. But like we haven't been on the phone in almost two hours and having a conversation about everything, right? Mm-hmm. And people see one thing and they'll write some shit from a private account or there might even be a fan to get your attention and there'd be a hundred comments and one negative one. That shit will fucking hit you for a second, right? And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, you, and you don't want the whole world to love you, but it's like... No, and you're not, no one's looking for that. I love walking that. the edge too. I love you know, uh, giving... Uh, this is what uh, the, the singer of this band told me. She, she's like... But how you put it, the, the, the comments were about the song 72 Hookers. Okay. You know, because it, people think it's an anti-Muslim song. And if you just listen to the lyrics, but it's not. Yeah. And, it, and we do a look, 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 we ululate in it. And, and, and she, her point was, your fans are meatheads. And a lot of them, you have a lot of meathead fans. And a lot of them are going to think it's an anti-Muslim song because they're not paying attention. That's why there's a problem. And I go, oh, right. I can see your point of view. Mm-hmm. Because we do have a lot of meathead fans, uh, I'm not going to stop singing songs like that because it's the, the lyrics are very politically very, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's great a conversation made up with. That's fucking amazing, man. Yeah, that's that's, that's all. That's I, how you win. That's all I wanted to. That's say, how you yeah. win is by uh, being sincere and and uh, polite, mm-hmm. and that's how you win arguments. That's you, yeah. how you can win arguments. Yeah, is oh, good point. Yeah. Even if you don't really mean it, it makes the other per- it disarms the other person. But yeah. you should but you should know as outside perspective that you are loved by so many people around the whole entire world. Your music just changed. Yeah, so you, you just don't think about that. You, I know you, you see don't, the hate. Because mm-hmm. also you're in your you're in your world. You're out there, you're just chilling where you live, there's a pandemic. Like yeah, you just feel that. But it, 
your band has inspired so many, dude, and you've done so much good for the world. And yeah, you say fucked up things and you apologize for them, and you're not perfect. You never said you were perfect. You're a fucking punk rock dude who's lived your life, your whole life. And I have a whole new perspective on you, Mike. Like, oh, I really, cool. this conversation, like, for real, dude, I've known you for so many years, and now you're, you're sober, we're having a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like you've been. Well, I'm, you've, I'm so glad to do your show, Tony. No, me too. I'm honored to uh, have you, dude. I'm, I'm fucking like, honored. I feel like I have. Uh, talked about a lot of things yeah dude but, i don't normally talk about and, and you and you've been you've been you your whole fucking life and lived your own fucking rules and it's like that's a, i don't know about you or me but that's like the punkish you can fucking be 100 you know what i'm saying 100 like, and everybody's afraid to like think for yourself and oh, the world's such a different place but like he's still living in that way that he, he grew up on for the music yeah. that inspired him mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, no yeah yeah we're i mean that, that's a, that's band. what like yeah. we're not gonna fucking what Eric, like our new video, the big drag. Eric Melvin's like, oh, I think we should take out that part where we're crucified to Jewish stars. I'm like, uh, if we took out every part that might offend someone, there would be no video. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. You can't worry about that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's people's perspective. We're like, not doing anything wrong. We're just we're, we're doing. But, our, but our at end. the same time, you don't worry about it. You are sensitive to people. The backlash sometimes, right? You still want to do the art, even though it might be backlash. But if the backlash comes, it still kind of bothers you because yeah, because you, yeah. sure. you want you want people yeah. to understand you where you're yeah. coming from, but, but, and not everybody it's, is. It's very t- difficult to navigate these days. But not every person's going to understand you. But it's just fucking yeah. yeah. I get it. But I but get also it. at the same time, and my new lyrics know, are going to get so much shit. Um, I mean, I just go yeah. straight straight out of the gate. So you know when you put it out, it could get some, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we have a song called "Cancel Me," okay. Uh, and it's it's cool because it's it's can't it cancel me, and then I sing that, and then it, it's can't sell me, can't sell me, it's cancel me, and it's because you can't sell me. Yeah. Yeah. Either have to, you have to cancel me or you can't. Anyway, it's cool lyrics. Yeah, no, wow, that's amazing. Man. But it, I mean, but like. That's no effects. That's no effects. If you know, if you know, if you no know the effects, band the whole time, if you know the band, then you know. The yeah, no effects. No effects would do that. Yeah, no effects would say that. We're not going to change. Because That's what I'm the saying. Like, you, you, like, yeah, yeah. It's such, it's such an interesting. You know, and time, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a transvestite, motherfuckers. Not a crossdresser. Not going to use your word. It's me. It's you me, know, yeah. and I, I grew up watching Rocky Horror. I'm a fucking transvestite. Sorry if you don't like it. Yeah, but it's not offensive. Yeah. I, I just love that you're yourself and you embrace it. And I, lo- I love where you're at. It seems like where you're at in your life with the new lady, with being sober. It's just everything. And like the way you look, you look healthy. I'm, I'm, yeah. Because I, I, I don't want you to like, we're not that, we're not, we don't talk all the time. But if I heard things about you, like I, I would be like, where? I hope this guy doesn't, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I never want to hear something happen to you. Like in that. Well, yeah, don't, if, you don't have to worry about me. Okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I take pretty good care of myself. Well, you're, but you're such a talented human. I've always Thanks. known that, but just talking mm-hmm. to you, you're really focused. Well, I'm, that's why I was so glad to talk to you because we haven't had yeah, long conversations yeah, ever. Like this. No, no, ever. I've always seen you. Fucked I know, up on the I know your tour. brother way better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. What was the worst thing ever? Like, what band ruined a wedding like no other band? <laughs> the Gimmies, man. Oh, the Gimmies. <laughs> yeah, we, we played Todd's wedding. Holy oh, shit! Oh shit, that's right. We played Todd's wedding. <laughs> wow. And Holy it's like, shit. you sure you want the Gimmies to play at your Holy wedding? Shit, dude. Because we're loud, and everyone's like, yeah. can you turn it down? Can't turn down Dave Run. <laughs> Holy shit, that's right. You played that. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> what, 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 what's that wedding we were at too together? Oh, that was Skiba's back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. my, my speech up. I gave at Skiba's wedding. Yeah, dude. Sometimes that I suppose it pop up, but me and Mike are clean, all, all like yeah. young, with suits on. It's cool. Um, but dude, thank you so much for being here. 
Um, I'm sure we covered a lot, right? As yeah, a, no, as a dude, fan, you, this yeah. is the longest covered, interview yeah. I've ever done. I, I'm so, I appreciate you, for you, buddy. I appreciate, yeah. it. and we covered a lot. It's a no yeah, effects fan. You learned a lot. You, yes, yes. You're happy. Mm-hmm. You're good with your combo. I'm starving. Okay, I know. I was like, <laughs> he wants I, to I eat. came here. I'm like, uh, do you have anything for me to eat? Oh, no, fuck. <laughs> we got this drawer of candy. We should take him to give. Good talk. Anyway, Mike, thank you. I appreciate you. I learned so much about you. This is a way overdue conversation. People that listen to podcasts for two years, your name comes up all the time, and I'm psyched we have like a fucking awesome combo. Yeah, it was really nice. And I'm really stoked to see what you do in the hip-hop community with all the rappers you're hanging out with. Yeah. Would you ever rhyme on anything? Uh, r- like what rap. I, what, rap? Rap? No. I, no. Okay, I respect I, I'm that. not good at it. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't even like rhyming in songs. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hardcore. Mike, thank you so much. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hey, y'all, Liquid Death's been so kind to give me a promo code. So for your first purchase on liquiddeath.com, go to liquiddeath.com slash O-L-O-C and you get a free set of koozies with your first purchase of H2O, still or sparkling. Uh, if not, you can try it also at Whole Foods or 7-Eleven. Use the promo code O-L-O-C for your first purchase of Liquid Death. Thank you, Liquid Death, for your support. Appreciate you so much. Murder your thirst. H2O saves lives, y'all.